This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, March 19th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A spokesperson with Penn Medicine tells, uh, says several employees within their health system have tested positive for the coronavirus. Penn Medicine became aware of several healthcare providers who practice across the, our healthcare system who have tested positive for COVID-19. As the prevalence of the virus continues in our region, all hospitals will be forced to deal with these issues, the spokesperson said. It's unclear what jobs the employees held within the company, but officials say they are working to identify both patients and staff that may be affected. Penn Medicine has locations across the region. Pennsylvania reported its first death from the new coronavirus as state officials on Wednesday announced a nearly 40% jump in the number of confirmed cases. Pennsylvania governor announced 133 positive cases in the Commonwealth, including Northampton County resident uh, who died from the virus. The State Department of Health identified the victim as an adult from Northampton County and said the person was treated at a hospital. No other details were released. Officials in Montgomery County said Wednesday that one of the eight new coronavirus cases was a one-year-old child who is currently in the hospital. Dr. Valerie Arcouche, the chair of the Montgomery County Board of Commissioners, said the one-year-old boy lives in Royersford. The total number of cases in Montgomery County is now 42, and the Pennsylvania uh, state total is 133. Arcouche said Wednesday the officials are transitioning from the community spread model uh, and that contact tracing information will no longer be provided. So public health officials say community spread is a term used when multiple people have been infected with a contagious disease and health officials are not sure how those people became infected. When releasing the updated number of coronavirus infections in the area, health officials have tried to trace back any contact to an infected person or travel to an area where community spread already is occurring. However, that is becoming more difficult, and that's why public events are being canceled and postponed. Along with person-to-person contact, the virus could also potentially spread with an un- to an uninfected person uh, when they touch a surface that has been uh, in contact with an infected person. The cancellation of public events and gatherings is one tactic used to prevent or slow down the community spread. There are also steps individuals can take to help stop the spread of COVID-19. And of course, these are uh, things that we've talked about, but we'll just remind everyone, wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds. Uh, if soap and water is not available, use hand sanitizer. Cough or sneeze uh, into your elbow, not your hands. Try not to touch your face regularly. Clean surfaces. Uh, if you are sick, stay home until you feel better. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said illness have ranged from mild symptoms to to severe illness and death for confirmed coronavirus cases. Uh, the symptoms may appear two to 14 days after exposure, and they are fever, cough, and shortness of breath. So, Kathy, there's no validity to the suggestion that after you sneeze, you wipe your nose with a senior citizen. All right, stop it, okay. Steve. No, right. absolutely not. Philadelphia Mills Mall closed its doors Wednesday afternoon, shortly after city leaders publicly shamed the shopping center for mm-hmm. failing to adhere to the mayor's order to shut down all non-essential businesses. Unfortunately, there are some who have continued to operate said City Managing Director Brian Abernathy during an early afternoon news conference on Wednesday. Businesses like Philadelphia Mills Mall, I am disappointed by their inability and irresponsibility and as such we have sent the police and L&I to shut down the business. If you can't be responsible, we will be responsible for you. Shortly after the news conference, the mall shut its doors indefinitely. Store employees were notified and shoppers said they were escorted to the doors of the mall. It was sort of weird because they had reporters out there yesterday Preston recovering this, so they're closing down the mall and seven feet away is a Walmart that's fully open Opened, because yeah. it's considered to have essential items. Right. So there were, you know, but I mean, so you get it. 
And uh, but it's it's just a weird place. But like you know, it, it stops at this line. Despite Mayor Jim Kenney's uh, order calling for non-essential businesses to close Monday, Philadelphia uh, Mills didn't, but mall management had hung signs indicating shortened business hours due to the virus. A spokesperson for the Department of Licenses and Inspections said the mall closed down on its own after hearing the news conference over the radio. Simon Property Group, the largest owner of shopping malls in the nation, including Philadelphia Mills, announced yesterday afternoon that it would be closing its doors uh, to all of its malls and retail properties. In sports this morning... The Chicago Bears are acquiring quarterback Nick Foles in a trade with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who will receive a fourth-round pick in the exchange. Foles spent just one season in Jacksonville, which was interrupted when he broke his collarbone in week one last year. For just one season, the Jaguars paid him $30.5 million to Foles, uh, who leaves behind $18.75 million on the salary cap after the trade. Malcolm Jenkins is going back to New Orleans to join the Saints in a game in 2018 when the Eagles were losing 48-7. to Jenkins gave the middle finger to Saints head coach Sean Payton. Malcolm said it was just a personal thing between him and Sean, who is now going to be his head coach. <laughs> the 32-year-old was named to three Pro Bowls during his six years with the Eagles, but they decided not to exercise the 2020 option on Jenkins' contract earlier this week. According to multiple reports, the deal with the Saints is for four years and $32 million with $16.25 million guaranteed. And and the Patriots are signing former Buccaneers defensive tackle, former Eagle, and friend of the Preston and Steve show, Bo Allen. Hey. The deal is reported to be for two years with an $8 million max total. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, Kathy, thank you for the info. And we welcome you, my friend, to uh, another day to get today, two together, I should say. Today is what I was about to say. Is uh, It's the spring equinox. Yes, it is. We get uh, equal days of uh, daylight and uh, darkness. Uh, so it's uh, we're on the way to summer. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Every day is moving forward out of this towards better weather, towards opening up your windows, towards all that stuff. I so we, it, we will get there. Everything is in good synergy. But you remind me too, Preston, because I realized I have to reset. I have the lights go on automatically, mm-hmm. and they're going on way too early. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Them. yeah. <laughs> it's quite light out. Yeah. Right. They're just burning away. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a lot of changes. So uh, we welcome you to the first day of spring, officially. And uh, we got some guests on the program today, which is cool. So uh, our buddy Bert Kreischer, most recently seen barreling down the hill at Jack Frost Mountain in his makeshift uh, tour bus that he made out of cardboard in one day. Unbelievable how successful he was considering the limits of time. Uh, His Netflix special just came out the other day. It's called Hey Big Boy. And uh, we'll talk to Bert and see how he's doing and also how he how his life is being impacted right now. And, and uh, it's, you know, he's always got an interesting take on any subject. So we'll see what he has to say. If you want to talk, if you want to, to to survive any sort of apocalypse, stay near Bert. Oh, my God. He will figure out how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Unbelievable. He, he is one of the most resourceful people I've, I've ever known. I say this with all flattery intended. He's a human cockroach. Yeah. A lot yeah, like yeah. that. So we'll talk to Bert around eight o'clock. We also are going to be talking to Jack Osborne. Speaking of the human cockroach, yes, yeah, his yeah. dad, even though he's going through some serious uh, health issues right now, has survived unbelievable obstacles over the years. Some of his own doing. Yes, that's but, true. But know. others that were completely <laughs> accidental uh, that he survived. So. Yeah. 
Uh, so we'll talk to uh, Jack later on because he actually has a um, a show on the Travel Channel, which I have not seen, but I'm intrigued by the name of it. It's called Portals to Hell. I've seen it. I've Season seen... two is coming out. Yeah, it's Travel Channel, for some reason, Preston, has become Ghost Central. Okay. So it, has, it has all the ghost shows really? and all the paranormal investigation. So, uh, um, you know, uh, any haunted show you're interested in, I guarantee you it's on Travel no Channel. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. All right, Especially so... on the weekend. So is this, uh, is that what they do? They go to haunted locations? Or? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So he's he's paired up with one of the, the women who was on a show called Paranormal State. Okay. And uh, so they go, you know, they, they do what they all do. And either you like this or you don't, but okay. I, I do. I'm always, uh, it's fun, you all know. Right. Yeah, totally. So uh, we'll have Jack on a little bit uh, later on this morning. And um, we have, there's an event that starts with us tomorrow. I'm not going to announce it just yet. I think after we get through the entertainment break and then we come back, I'm going to announce that we're uh, getting, we're engaging in something tomorrow that we're going to need your help with, and uh, I think we'll be entertaining as well. We had great success with it before, so we'll save that information for a little bit later. I think on. that's a wise idea because you're also giving people extra time to come to terms with the fact that yesterday they witnessed the birth of what will be the most popular sport ever invented by man. It's uh, we've already been approached by the networks, absolutely, and, uh, and we're fielding offers. Yes, things <laughs> but, are in motion. So. But we would feel uh, now's not the time to talk no. business. Now's no. the time to get through this, and yeah. then we will talk our multi-billion-dollar contract. So. So let's take a break. Come back in a second. I'll roll out the entertainment stories for you. We'll give some stuff away in the form of a stupid question. So uh, make sure you hang with us. We're going to have a good time together. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All righty. We are going to give away today a case of Sly Fox Pikeland Pilsner for the stupid question. And the question is this. What is the only Disney movie where the main character never speaks? 215-263-WMMR. The only Disney movie where the main character. I know this one. Never, ever speaks. I'm sure you do. 215-263-WMM. We're going to give you that one. Call now. I'm going to go through some birthdays. Thursday, March 19th. Uh, Erlis, uh, Ursula Andres oh. uh, celebrates her birthday, Steve. The original Bond girl. That is correct. Honey Rider. Uh, and also, also, I'd forgotten she was in Clash of the Titans. Yes, she was. I, she was Percy's mom, wasn't she? Aphrodite. Yes. Oh. So she played. Was she in Shawshank? She was. She oh, was uh, uh, Tim Roberts. No, there were no women in Shawshank. Was she one of the posters? No. You're who, thinking, who were the posters? There was, uh, well, uh, there was only Raquel, Raquel? and, um, mm-hmm. well, uh, Rita Hayworth was. The original name of the story is the Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, so Rita okay. Hayworth is the first one. He goes, you remember, he goes, I want you to get me Rita Hayworth. Right. And uh, Was goes, it Marilyn? Yeah, you know what? I, there might have been Marilyn okay. and, then, and then Raquel Welch. I yeah. think those are the only three. Raquel okay. was the last. Yes, correct. That they peeled yes. back and saw the opening. Yep. Yeah, it yeah. was lovely Raquel. 
Uh, but Ursula Andres is uh, 84 years old today. Was she the hole in prison? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Marilyn Monroe is the second one, yeah. Okay, very good. That could have been a question. Oh, oh damn it. Oh, damn it. Forget you heard that. Wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. I can fix this present. Right, fix second. it. Never happened. Glenn Close <laughs> celebrates her birthday today. Uh, Glenn Close has been in a lot of stuff over the years. She's just, always great. I just saw her talking about um, after uh, Fatal Attraction came out and how uh, it was impossible for her to walk around without men going, you know, giving yeah. her the stink eye, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. I played a character. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was on maybe a month or so ago, and I hadn't seen that movie in years. Yeah. And I just sat down with a, a, a few minutes, and it was when, you know, it was after she starts going crazy. And I'm like, she was really scary in that yeah. movie. Tremendously scary. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, if you, in other characters where she's like in, 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 the, uh, in the natural, she's the, the angelic you know, a girl yeah. who, who pulls yeah. them through. Yeah. Talk, talk about a dichotomy of characters. She's the hometown. This is from Fatal Attraction. There was <laughs> music. You said but, the natural. But Steve, I, I I wonder, and I know it was it was kind of the rumor at the time when that movie came out. But but the, I I gotta imagine that that affairs and and cheating went down a smidge. They did when and that you know movie what? came out. As as anybody viewing that movie as it progresses, in case you and, and Nikki, maybe you remember. As a guy, I'm like, do not know. I mean, even though you know, yeah. well, I was seeing just they were putting in little subtle red flags. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. There's uh, another reason. There's another reason. Yeah. No, yeah. don't do that. When did that movie come out? Because I didn't see it for years after it like was 91, released. maybe. 80, I, think. I was thinking late 80s, 89. Oh, maybe yeah. you're right. Yeah, like 87. That. 87. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I was 12 when it came out. So. Uh, it didn't really do much for me, so I probably didn't see it for another. Eight you were still years. in the running away club. I was. Well, I'm trying to think. What? No, no, I was not. Jumpers club. He wasn't. He wasn't in the sleeping with your wife club yet. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's an exclusive club. <laughs> running away club was probably around 1983. Okay. What came first, Jumpers Club or Running Away Club? Uh, Running Away Club was first. Okay. I would have thought Jumpers Club since it's so easy to do. And Hang then, on a second. You make your first communion in second and grade, And right? then you join your first jumping club in <laughs> third. So uh, I was in fifth grade in 1985, right? So that means in fourth grade was not... So Running Away... Uh, jumpers... Running Away Club was 1985. Hey, hey, we'll talk about much. it in the hey, second clock hour. You know I, listen, you asked the question. I, I had to, We I had did to ask, and then now that I realize this could be some Seriously? more content, yes. as uh, there are less and less opportunities for content. Let's not ruin it. Uh, Glenn Close is 73. <laughs> Sirhan Sirhan. Yes, we have the infamous as well in these uh, birthdays. Uh, he is 76 years old today. Robert F. Kennedy's assassin. Well, yeah, so many... The documentaries on on that evening and all the things that had to be in play and all the missed opportunities for it not to happen, but it did. And I remember that morning, the morning after, my mother waking me up and uh, you know turning on the radio, and and that was it. We heard the story. Yeah, Un- uh, it was just even as a kid, I remember thinking, "Oh my god." It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, speaking of being a kid, over the weekend I watched, and it was it was an interesting thing to do because I was bawling my eyes out. It was the Mr. Rogers documentary, not the, not the film. It's not the, great. And uh, and they talked about how he would, he would address things like, you know, during that time, assassinations and what that effect was on kids, and they would address that on the show, man. You've got to see the documentary. Oh I, I have not seen the movie. I hear it's Neither good. Kathy, you said you were a little surprised that the movie is more a focus on this journalist's 
you know, the, the Tom Hanks film. Yeah, I just didn't know. I, I went yeah. into it thinking it was more of a documentary. I didn't realize there was uh, a whole other storyline behind it. So it was it was okay. It just was not what I was expecting. So watch this stellar documentary oh. that Preston yeah. is talking about because it has all, all actual footage. And there's a scene where he is... Uh, you know, uh, giving a um, an assessment of the importance of his program to uh, the Senate, and it's uh, it's amazing. Where, where did you watch that? Because I, I I I need I any, need to make any of the streaming services. Yeah, so, okay. right. it, it was on. It was yeah. on a, a TV on a channel, and so I, I came in uh, as it had just started. But uh, yeah, you can find it yeah. uh, okay. on the streaming services. All right. Anyway, uh, I'll give you the other uh, infamous birthday today. Please, we'll, we'll get those out of the way. But it's Harvey's birthday. Today. Harvey Weinstein. Wow. Harvey Weinstein. Oh my God, sixty-eight years old, and I've got information coming up concerning him in a little bit. So we'll come back to that in a little bit. Kind of took a pandemic to get him off the. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bruce, Bruce Willis has hey! his birthday today. Uh, Bruce is celebrating his 65th birthday, Jersey Jersey boy. I loved uh, Moonlighting, and then I have to say I will always have a strong affection for Bruce Willis because, and I've mentioned this story before when I was doing stand-up, and I was playing a college in Rochester for like doing three days. Uh, you know, uh, Rochester, there is nothing. in Rochester, New York used to be a Kodak factory. Uh, and uh, the multiplex there had Die Hard, which had just opened up, and it was awesome to go there and just kill some time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched. I, I went to every movie in that in that uh, <laughs> multiplex, every nice. stinking one of them. Bruce, sixty-five today. Uh, we also have actress uh, Renee Taylor. She played uh, Fran's mom on The Nanny. That's right. The German version is my favorite I think all the nannies. Maybe our impression of Hitler would be better if he had this sort of approach yeah. <laughs> So Renee Taylor Preston was married to an actor who, um, do you remember um, that Michael Caine movie with the daughters, uh, where the one daughter's hot and he, uh, meet me in... Or he has an affair, a brief affair with one of the daughters. I don't know. Okay. Well, you would you would know her husband who passed away, a character actor. I've, okay. Yeah, but she, she's she's a comedic actor. She's great. A guy named Joseph Bologna. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Bologna. Bologna. You, that was your stage name. You went with yeah. that. <laughs> well, Liverwurst was taken. <laughs> yeah. You recognize this guy? Uh, not from that photo. All right, all right. I, I would have to see him in a, in a different picture. Without the hair helmet? I'll, I'll bet I... Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a 1970s... <laughs> Did people call him Joey Baloney? Hair helmet. You would have to. Right? Right. All right, so uh, Renee Taylor is 87. Uh, Ruth Pointer of the Pointer Sisters. Oh, my God. I love the Pointer Sisters so much. 74, too. I like them, too, man. Is she the so oldest great. of the Pointers? Well, they've been, I, I, I went on a deep dive on the Pointer Sisters not that long ago. I just got, I got hooked and re-hooked again. And, Steve, they have a really interesting um, history because they were the Pointer Sisters, and now I believe it's one original Pointer Sister and two nieces are the in, in the Pointer Sisters. Sub-Pointers? Uh, the Pointer family. It's the Pointer family. At oh. This point. Yeah, so they've expanded uh, by a few generations. Um, but uh, they still tour, and one of the Pointer Sisters was available for interview at one point, but it was like in the afternoon, so it wouldn't Aww. work for our show. But yeah, man, I love that band. Uh, she is 74 today, Ruth Pointer. Uh, drummer from Jimmy Eat World, Zach Lind, is 44 today. And uh, then the last birthday I saw, I think the greatest uh, bass player I've ever seen, uh, maybe next to uh, Jaco Pastorius, uh, is Billy Sheehan. Yeah. Um, and he is 67 years old today. And uh, he, he plays a lot. 
uh, with uh, Paul Gilbert and um, uh, also uh, Mike Portnoy, and he's just of another level. Yes, and he wasn't Mr. Big. This was the, the more poppy side of, of what he did, but that guy is unfreaking believable. He's a Scientologist, too. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. that's the power of the uh, Scientology. Yeah, maybe. That raw diet of horseshoe crabs. But he's like one of those, he's like an alien. You look at what he, well, there you go. Yeah. Scientology. There we go. The Absolutely. Way, the way he can play just does, it defies. <clears throat> his state and capabilities. Yeah. He's uh, 67 today. I love this song. Was, was there another cool? one? Was there another Mr. Big song that I can't think of? Uh, yes, there yeah. was. This What's was the not, one? This was not the big yeah. hit. What's the one where they were... They did a cover of Wild World. Okay. Ooh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. But, Casey, there was an uh, kind of an up-tempo song, and I... I All right, we're looking up here. Uh, to be with you, Wild World, just take my heart. No. Pull my finger? Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, that the one. <laughs> that's the one. Press, Tug my sack. Tug my sack. Yeah, yeah. It's not... <laughs> It's not Mr. Big, but what's the one I'm thinking of where it's extreme? Stressed? Extreme, that's it. Yep. Okay. Okay, thank you. God. No problem. You Fine. know me so well. I do. I know you, bro dozer. <laughs> Let's uh, see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. So, what's the only Disney movie where the main character never speaks? 215-263-WMMR. That is number. And I am going to go to Tommy for the answer. Hey, Tommy. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Tommy, what is the only Disney movie where the main character never speaks, never utters anything? Dumbo. Dumbo, yeah. Dumbo. As they say, the titular character. Hang on a second, Tommy. We are going to give you a case of Sly Fox Pikeland Pills, a classic Pilsner brewed with German and Czech hops for a crisp, dry beer that pairs well with any springtime get-together. All six Sly Fox tap rooms are open to provide beer and food to go, by the way, so you are good to go in that regard. All right, let's begin with this. After a short stint at Rikers... Harvey Weinstein is headed for the Downstate Correctional Facility in Fishkill, New York. His prison consultant, Craig Rothfeld, had confirmed this with The Hollywood Reporter. Oh, man, imagine having a prison consultant. (laughs) It's like the same person who plans your quinceanera. The Downstate Facility is a reception slash classification center for the prison system. While there, will be determined which long-term correctional facility meets his or her security, medical, mental health, and other needs, according to the general guidelines for prisoners. I think it's kind of dumpy. I think what they're probably going to do, uh, this this holding facility, from what I understand, is in Fishkill, you said? Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is dumpy to begin with. But but the, the... the, the take is is that they'll send him they want, they're not going to send him to a hardcore place like Rikers they'll send him to a mid-level place like well well we're well I don't know, man. I mean, he's a rapist. Yeah, rapist. you yeah. know, he's he's been convicted. They're not going to send to a white collar place, but they, no. they what they're trying to do with all so all of this medical stuff. I, and I guess some of it's legit. I guess that's going to figure heavily into where they send them. So, well, here's what they consider. Whether the crime was violent, a prior history, the length of the sentence, prior employment and behavior. Generally, prisoners who face six-plus years get maximum security prisons. Uh, Weinstein faces 23. While being housed at the center, Weinstein will get a shower, a delousing treatment, shave, and a haircut. It's not bad. Uh, he will be How shown... How much would that cost you outside the uh, prison system? He, he will be shown an orientation video, a suicide prevention video, and a gender-specific version of the film called Ending Sexual Abuse Behind the Walls and Orientation. Hi, welcome to prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, his consultant told uh, The Hollywood Reporter... 
that a normal stay is four weeks. He'll have two weeks of intake and processing uh-huh. right now. You just have enough time to make friends, and then you got to say goodbye. And you got to leave. Yep. <laughs> and then he goodbye, another, Harvey. Goodbye. Here's another trial, right? The LA yes. trial. Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah Nick, there's a couple of them. He's being also hit with a lawsuit filed by an unnamed woman who said that he forced her into sex. The suit was filed in L.A. Uh, so this is a this is a lawsuit. Uh, and the plaintiff uh, is joining several others who say Weinstein traded sex for promised roles. She claims that he threatened to blacklist her if she didn't comply and demanded that she call him king. Oh, God. God. Yeah. Did you hear this, the story with Kate Beckinsale about, um, I forget what movie it was. It was Maybe it was that movie, that romantic movie with um, John Cusack that they did. Serendipity. Serendipity. Yeah. So... For the premiere of that, which was it occurred just after 9-11, they're doing the um, red carpet walk. And so uh, she, Kate Beckinsale, says, this is probably not the time to get all sexified. And so she showed up in sort of like a pantsuit and stuff for the premiere. Weinstein went nuts on her back oh at the hotel God. room saying, you got to show your tease and you know your ass yeah, yeah. and the whole deal. And he just went nuts on her. Wow, yeah. She was trying to be respectful. We just pulled up a photo. Yeah, yeah. she's wearing a full suit. So, yeah, well, that sounds like him. Well, that's the kind of scumbag like he is. Yeah. Um, here's a, uh, a follow-up story. Amanda Bynes, uh, we'd mentioned yesterday that yeah. she had uh, posted on social media she was pregnant, uh, is focusing on her health, according to people. The 33-year-old returned to Instagram in December following a hiatus. In the next few months, the former child star revealed on Valentine's Day she was engaged in uh, with uh, Paul Michael, the man she met at her sober living facility in 2019. Three weeks later, they reportedly split, but then they got back together. Now, on Monday, they announced they're expecting a child together. The Instagram announce, uh, uh, announcement has since been removed. Yeah. Meanwhile, TMZ reports that Vines may have to give up custody of the child due to her mental health issues. Sources tell the site she's six weeks pregnant. I, I, think I don't know what the details are on that. You know, I mean... From uh, from what I'm seeing and from where she is, I think that's probably a good idea. Maybe. You, know, I, you, always, have, you always want to err on the side of the kid. I think, from what I've also read, she's okay with that? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mean, and I, I, the, from what I understand, her mom is her conservator, you know, so... Yeah, maybe the the, the uh, custody would go to her. I'm not really sure, but you know, all I know for of her for is just what we see in the, in the social media posts and so on, and and some of the stories are reported. The only thing I know is looking at her, she has a very vacant look about her. She now. does, and she used to be so full of life and and funny, and, yeah, talented, but sharp. It just it looks like something's off, and I don't know how much of that you can go on by just the way a person looks, but her eyes look vacant. Um, I wonder if she's gotten the right, and I, you know, I, I posited this notion yesterday. Is she getting to the right people for the right treatment? You know, but uh, imagine being a prisoner in your own mind. Yeah, yeah, it's sad, it's, uh, and it's not her fault. So her lawyer tells uh, people that she is seeking treatment for ongoing mental health issues. In a statement, he continued saying, "Any reports that Amanda is suffering from drug or alcohol addiction issues are completely false. We ask for privacy during this time." And for any speculation about her personal life from the public and the media to cease so Amanda can focus on getting better. Uh, She's been in and out of mental health and alcohol abuse treatment. The last time was in January 2019. Prince George and Princess Charlotte, who are six and four respectively, are continuing their lessons at home with parents Prince William and Kate Middleton after uh, their school, Thomas Bateriza, or, or Bateresi, uh, shut down over the coronavirus concerns. A spokesperson for Thomas's London Day School says, due to the increasing numbers of children and staff being absent from school due to the coronavirus situation, 
Thomas's London Day Schools have decided to move to remote learning from Friday, uh, 20th of March. They've put the teachers in their dungeon and they <laughs> right. conduct the case up. They just yell into the vents. <laughs> it's the safest way to learn. All right, now you carry the one. Now, also, no more lavish reception at Buckingham Palace. Uh, Princess Beatrice and Eduardo Mapelli-Mozzi are adjusting plans for their summer wedding set for May 29th. Uh, The statement said uh, Princess Beatrice and Mr. Mapelli-Mozzi are very much looking forward to getting married, but are equally aware of the need to avoid undertaking any unnecessary risks in the current circumstances. Are they going to elope? I understand that for their honeymoon, they're going to WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be the only ones there. No way. No way! In line with uh, government (laughs) advice for the U.K. and beyond, the couple are reviewing their arrangements. Uh, For May 29th, read a statement from Buckingham Palace, by the way. WrestleMania! I love that when the when the bride gives Andy McDowell that look. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 it's so funny. Yeah, he kisses her yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just as a thank you, and she gives her that <laughs> evil scout. So one of the little details yeah. that I just love it's about great, that yeah. movie. All right, as health officials tell people to maintain six feet of distance between each other, Kevin Bacon is reminding everyone of how close we all are. I love this concept. Yeah, in a play on the game name for him, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, uh, he launched the Six Degrees campaign to encourage people to stay home. We have audio of this, I believe, right? Yeah, it's in two parts. All right, let's check this out. Hi, folks. You know me, right? I'm technically only six degrees away from you. (laughs) Right now, like people around the world, I'm staying home because it saves lives and it is the only way we're going to slow down the spread of this coronavirus. Because the contact that you make with someone who makes contact with someone else, that may be what makes somebody's mom or grandpa or wife sick. Every one of us has someone who is worth staying home for. And I am staying home for Kira Sedgwick. Yeah. Ah, speak of the devil. What, I'm doing something. While you're staying home, you need to post a video or a sign like this one saying who you're going to stay home for. And you tag six friends so they do the same. And since we're all connected by various degrees, trust me, I know, (laughs) we can work together to stay home and keep each other safe and spread the word. Nice. It's a good idea because for for younger people who would be less at risk, again, like, you know, 85 to 86 percent they're saying right now will will get mild to no symptoms. The, the, The issue is porting it back to people who are at risk and that could be even younger people you know with uh with the extenuating circumstances so uh it, it sort of makes you declare you know for your grandma or grandpa you saw those kids down on the on the beach you know for spring break yeah you know in super close quarters so maybe you consider who you might port the disease back to and make your declaration so elton john has posted his in response to that and he's oh. tagged ed sheeran and sam smith uh-huh. and taryn egerton sharon stone uh, Sharon Osbourne. Oh, man. And who is uh, Sam Fender music? I'm not sure who that is. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of a that's a fun thing to do. It's a nice way to sort of just um, uh, personalize and realize who you're affecting. Uh, I'm down with this, yeah. Mr. Bacon. Uh, Vin Diesel. Let's talk Vin. For no fool. Yeah. Uh, maybe he wants his family. He's yeah, doing it for his family. Keep six feet away from your family. Uh, Vin Diesel wants to get back into the director's chair. 
and says that Steven Spielberg is encouraging to do just that. Spielberg actually is a fan of his. Vin yes. Diesel had written a sh- uh, like a play that Spielberg was a fan of. Yeah. And um, so there there are some more layers to that Vin Diesel onion. All right, so it, he is getting back into the director's chair? Yeah, I'll explain. Okay. So in an interview... I did the pilot episode of The Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> in, an, in an interview with the, about family. with the National, he said, Speaking of Steven Spielberg, I saw him recently, and he had said to me, When I wrote the role for you in Saving Private Ryan... I was obviously employing the actor, but I was also secretly championing the director in you, and you have not directed enough. That is a crime of cinema, and you must get back in the directing chair. Haven't directed enough. Um, He had directed a, uh, in 1995, it was a short called Multifacial, and then in 1990, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they yeah, call that that pretty wild. Right and Peter North started. <laughs> they call that Bukaki now. Yeah. Multifacial. <laughs> In parentheses, Bukaki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over my head. Oh, yeah, but it's about family. Oh, my, oh, my God. God. You didn't get any on, on Aunt Molly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and then in night. Right, now, Peter, we got to do social distancing. we got to maintain six feet of distance. C- can you make it work? <laughs> I can do it. Yeah, no problem. I got this, Mr. Norton. I got this. Just six? <laughs> oh, then you want me to yeah, be closer. Yeah. Well, let's make a real statement. Get back 12 feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can put it over a car. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's nice. And in 1997, he took on uh, the feature film called Strays. I don't remember that, but I guess it's he... It's about family. Listen, if Steven Spielberg, you know, uh, saw some talents in him, then yeah. it's, there's got to be some validity to that. He directed uh, himself in Strays, Preston, the movie that oh, came out in 1997, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, Steven Spielberg is behind that uh, Amazing Stories on uh, Apple Plus. Yes. Did you catch any of it yet? Uh, I have not. You know what? I enjoyed the original Amazing Stories. I found it uneven. The yeah. ones that were good were really good, and the ones that stunk really stunk. It's like a more family-friendly version of like uh, Black Mirror kind. Well, of. that's yeah. and that was the original too, yeah. Case, because one of the ones that I really did like was or I think we talked about it was the 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 bombing flight yeah. in World War Two. The cartoon, yeah, drawn in, yeah, and that's one actually oh, Spielberg yeah. himself decorated. And I was um, uh, not decorated, directed, <laughs> but I was ten when those came out, Steve. So you probably had a more discerning eye than I did. But I for, did for a ten-year-old. Uh, it was great television. I, it was total fantasy, and and it was coming off the heels of uh, Spielberg directing ET and stuff like that. So for me, like uh, Steven Spielberg doing a TV show, right. was a huge deal. It, it had a full, you know, John Williams orchestral yeah, opening and the whole thing. It was a, it was a big push. It lasted, I think. One season? I think so. I, I never watched the original, but yeah. uh, I watched the two episodes last night. I thought I liked the first episode more than the second episode. But it's uh, with the, the late Robert Forrester, right? Who the, the the guy who is the superhero? That was not. No, there was. A, I believe there were only two episodes that right. were released so far, and he All wasn't right. in either of them. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, American Idol shut their production down. Listen, oh, man, they're all shutting. Where are we going to get our idols? Um, but uh, I'll bring you up to speed on the latest if you need to know that information. Uh, they're suspending any new filming, and they're enabling remote work for the rest of its employees. Uh, episodes will continue to air as scheduled until the live shows, which are set to begin in April. You know, technically, though, that's something that they could pull off. They remotely. really could. They yep. could absolutely. Listen, if they're pulling off the news and if they're pulling off, 
you know, like I was watching this stupid extra show, you know, with uh, Billy Bush. Mm-hmm. And they've got the, the camera guys 15 feet back and they got so they do that and then they throw it open live online to the to the voters. They could do this, but it would be without all the flash. It would be without all of the, the production and, and a live studio audience. But when it comes down to it, it's. People singing and being judged on their singing, and that could easily be done. And it's about doing what they've done so effectively, which is every year creating a superstar. Right. Uh, I, I've been watching, and I always get behind a few of the contestants and stuff like that, and, and this this year is no different. But uh, I, I think they could still even do it, Preston, with all the razzmatazz. It's just... They don't need less Mataz. Uh, no, they just don't need a studio audience. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, they can still do all the big production and stuff like that. Yeah, no, you're right. But I, uh, by that, I meant the the, the feedback. The, 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 yeah, the crowd and, yeah. and, uh, and, the, and the gospel choir that they always have at the end. Yeah. But, but ultimately, does... that doesn't matter. I mean, what I from what I've seen, the, some of the people who have the best crowd interaction, they haven't won. Yeah. Well, and I guess, and honestly, the. Um, all the auditions are just three people in a room with a singer. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, got your camera guy. No, I mean, what I mean on camera, I the, the people saying. that that, yeah. that are part of what we're seeing and making at the show. So you know, they could continue on that way. So, uh, but they're lot, not going to. A I lot of this that. part of it isn't also the sell of the the, the the backstory and all that stuff. Yeah, you could do that, right? But mm-hmm. they've already done that. Do that I mean, right. all of that stuff is basically already. Been what packaged. about the family? <laughs> about six years ago, I died in an avalanche, so that's why I wanted to come here and perform for you. What? Yeah. There's basically, there, not basically, there was a, my favorite contestant so far is a girl who got pregnant uh, and gave birth three weeks before Hollywood week. And oh, my God. And she gave the baby up for adoption. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I uh, just want you to know, <laughs> I did it for you, uh, baby Savannah. <laughs> and I sang this song for you because I'll always be your mother. Is it is getting to you? What, what if she admitted she gave up the baby so she could be I on gave American up the Idol? Baby so I could be American Idol. I couldn't afford the extra ticket. But I want you to know, uh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy who was missing a tooth. Uh, he was a trash truck or trash. I miss my tooth. <laughs> he was a trash tr- uh, I put driver. Up for adoption. Not a driver, but a trash man. Yeah. And he like so obviously he was like basically the Susan Boyle, right? You're like, oh my god, they're gonna clown this guy. And right. he had an amazing voice, and he was really awesome, but he didn't make it past the last. Uh, Damn it! I know. They couldn't have a contestant on with that no, missing tooth. What about the adoption mom? Did she make it? Uh, yeah, she's right. so far she's made it through. Oh, good for her. Okay. Yeah, I mean, people go through tough situations if they can have the, the yeah. pretense of believing that they can have any sort of celebrity. Great. Yeah, absolutely. They've enough to make them hang on <laughs> Give until them. they'd spiral into depression it's when they don't turn into a superstar. False hope. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, this is kind of wild. Jennifer Lawrence and her husband uh, Cook Maroney uh, restrained an alleged intruder in their Los Angeles home on Sunday night. I'm here to visit your family. <laughs> oh my God! It was Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> What's he doing? Where did where did where did you say they live? Is this Los Angeles? Yeah, it's in L.A. All so right. uh, a 23 year old woman was arrested. Oh. It was Vin Diesel in, in, a, in a wig. My name is Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie, Debbie Diesel, Debbie Diesel, Debbie Diesel. Wow. Uh, <laughs> 23. You look like Vin Diesel. He's my brother. You know, it's all about family. <laughs> That's like old movies when they tried to pawn off their, you know, 
a, a, a their their sibling is just the same actor in a with wig. wig. So yeah. Beverly Hillbillies had, oh. a, had a fun with it. They had Jethreen. Did Jeth you guys Reen. remember this? I remember Jethreen. Jeth yep. Jr., yep. this yep. hulking guy in women's clothing, and then they had a woman dub the voice like, "Hi." Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, I'm sorry. But what is wonderful? Uh, what is Vin Diesel's real name? That stage uh, name is. Uh, uh, Rock Morton Dieseldorf. Uh, well, Nick's going to look it up, and then Casey, wow, we yeah. will give you Mark Sinclair. Mark Sinclair. Okay, right. okay. Because I, I kind of hate Vin Diesel. I kind of hate that stage name. It is um, well, a lot of times it's so Diesel. Yeah, like for Jacked, yeah. totally Diesel. I think oh, really? That's, I that's think, a term. I think that's what. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it wasn't Vin Diesel. Uh, it was a, a 23-year-old woman who was arrested around 9:15 at her home. <laughs> Police tell TMZ the woman entered through the front door and the Oscar winner and Maroney restrained her until uh, police came. And a source tells TMZ the perp simply wanted to meet the stars. Wow. So, well, they, they, they kind of ask you to refrain from that, right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. But Tyra Banks is postponing the opening of Model Land. <laughs> oh, no. I should have led with this. Any chance for a, for a late summer opening? What, what's the projection? Well, it's you know it's in the wake of the coronavirus, right. so we'll have to wait and see. But Model Land Theme Park has been delayed. Uh, it was set to open on May first in Santa Monica. Tonight in uh, the brand statement said, as is no surprise in light of the recommendations of the CDC, WHO, and California Governor Gavin Newsom, we have decided to postpone the opening of Model Land. We will continue to monitor the situation to determine a new date to open that is appropriate and safe. We remain excited to bring the wondrous world of Model Land to you and we'll wait to welcome you to our attraction when the time is right. So to be honest, I think they could open Model Land and not have any worry that you'd be close to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't the, I don't think it would be a mad rush to Model Land. You'd have lots of room. <laughs> I'm uh, on the ride by myself. Uh Harry Potter alum Daniel Radcliffe has been sober since twenty ten. And he recently opened up about the bad behavior that caused him to stop drinking in the first place. He told BBC Radio's Desert Island Disc Podcast, I didn't really know in terms of behavior and behavior in public. Uh, that was one of the first times that I felt being famous brushing up against my life. If I went out and if I got drunk, I'd suddenly be aware of there being an interest in that because it was not just a drunk guy. It's like Harry Potter's getting drunk in the bar. <laughs> yes. And yeah. That, and that carries its own kind of interest for people. I think, uh, yeah, that makes complete sense. I'd want to be there. Yeah. Also a slightly mocking interest because it is inherently funny for people, he said. Uh, he also added, uh, I suppose... Those were the moments when I first started being, uh, oh, that uh, doesn't feel good. I don't like how I'm being looked at in this particular context, he said. Uh, and he said, then uh, the way of dealing with that is you just drink more or you get more drunk. So I did a lot of that for a few years. So Wait, he's been sober since 2010. Well, I'm sorry, what year was he born? He was born in 89. I was thinking the same thing, Case. So he was 21 when he got sober, but wow. he was born in England. So, you know, he was probably legally able to drink okay. uh, before he was 21. I don't know what the drinking age is there, though. So every time a lot of people confuse, like Elijah Wood and uh, Daniel Radcliffe, you know, there's a, there's a similarity in physicality. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, uh, I, again, I've recommended this movie. It's called Come to Daddy with Elijah Wood. And uh, I, I describe it as as the visit, the Shyamalan film meets oh, yeah, yeah. Pulp Fiction. 
it's it's a it's a it's a really wild movie if you're looking for something to watch over these next remaining days that we're isolating. Uh, we see here on this uh, post that's 18 years old to buy okay. to buy alcohol in a bar or shop. It is not legal for anyone else to purchase alcohol for those under 18 to drink in a public place. That is in England. Gotcha. So, uh-huh. so 18 is the age. Uh, and then we'll do one last story. Um, the BBC and Amazon's co-production Fleabag won big at the live-streamed uh, show that was held behind closed doors. It was the Royal Television Awards. The Royal Television Awards uh, commence. They had it behind closed doors for the first time due to hey, the coronavirus. The Royal Television Awards are about to commence a present. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's Fleabag. Phoebe Waller-Bridge's Fleabag. The Snagged Awards for Best Snagged Dear God, it's going to What? For the Best Scripted Comedy and Best Writer. <laughs> uh, and... Would you please virtually come to your t- computer monitor and accept your award? Craig Mazin, meanwhile, won Best Drama Writer for H. And uh, Chernobyl, Sky Atlantic's Chernobyl, HBO and BBC's Gentleman Jack won Best Drama, by the way. If you want to pep up and you want to have a good laugh and sit down to something that's going to divert the kids' attention, Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Not Fleabag? No, no, no. Okay. Fleabag's full of humor and laughter. Right, 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 right. I, I did start, I, I sat Rochelle down, I'm like, we were looking for a show to, to start. Uh, and we started watching Fleabag. It really didn't grab her. I thought it was entertaining, but I need to live with it some more before it really sets in. I think but it's I, a funny I, show. Yeah. Uh, they, now, mind you, there are times when you're you're also going, "Oh, what they say? What they say?" Mm. Yeah, because it, of the, yeah, the accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. only two seasons, and it's a quick show. I mean, you can you can thirty minutes. It, yeah, you can binge it really fast. Yeah. All right, uh, we're ready for the clips. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Legacies is the second spinoff of The Vampire Diaries and continues the story of 17-year-old werewolf-slash-vampire hybrid Hope uh, Mickelson. Yeah, I'm a vampire and a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Blah, 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 blah. In this clip, series creator Julie Pleck discusses a very special upcoming episode. Legacies is doing its first film noir episode, which is born out of the brilliant mind of Brett Matthews, who actually studied noir in film school and is a huge fan of the genre and knows it intimately. And um, and we just really wanted to dive into a, a fantasy world that we hadn't done before. Shut the f*** up! Uh, Legacy's airs tonight at 10. That's on the CW. Blech. Yeah, bleh. Here's the next clip. Altered Carbon. Yeah. Is a cyberpunk series set 360 years into the future where a person's consciousness can be transferred from body to body. Uh, In this clip, Anthony Mackie shares his feelings about season two. Here we go. Uh, I'm very excited. It was a a long time coming. It's been a a year, almost a year and a half now uh, since we started this uh, process. And I'm I'm happy to see, finally, people get to see me kick people in the face. (laughs) Uh, I love that guy. He's great. Man, was he nice when he came by here. Yeah, yeah, he was really cool. And you, so you, you love watching his success. They've yep. had to obviously suspend at least production on some of the series. They did wrap WandaVision, you know, the, the new Marvel series. And I don't know where they stand right now with completion of um, 
uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier. Winter, yeah. yeah. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but the second season of Altered Carbon is streaming now on Netflix if you want to check that out. And there you go. That's what I got for you this morning in the Entertainment Report. Um, we have a lot of stuff to get to. We, we do. have some guests on the program. Our buddy Bert Kreischer, his uh, special came out just the other day. So we're going to talk to Bert and uh, get his impressions on the Cardboard Classic because he was right there in the middle of it. Uh, Jack Osborne is going to be on the show a little bit later on this morning as well. And when we get back, uh, I'm going to roll out a little bit of information for you about something that we're starting up tomorrow that yes. we'll need your help with. And I think it will entertain you as well. But uh, we'll, we'll get that info when we return. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a little bit. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Coming up in a little over, maybe about an hour from now. We're going to Burt Kreischer around 8 o'clock, but we will have this morning for you guys, stuck at home if you happen to be, Kathy Romano's Yes! <laughs> Ideas for you and your home and what you can do with some extra time if you do and happen if you do happen to have some. Lemon, uh, lemonade out of lemons. Preston, can I read you something that's uh, somebody posted on Twitter? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's from Alejandra. Uh, she writes, uh, Preston and Steve are doing their show every morning and focusing on everything else but Corona. And, well, we, we a little bit, obviously. And it makes me feel normal, saving my brain from 5.30 to 10.30 a.m., I download their app, sharing positivity for when you wake up and say F, though she wrote out the full word. So uh, it's, really, it's really sweet and really kind of her to do that, and that's that's what we are looking to do. And we're going to give you something to do as well starting tomorrow. I would like to, Case, can I get a, uh, yeah. a drum roll? Because we oh, are, are okay. going to announce uh, this particular event of sorts, but uh, we've done it before. Last year was the first time we did it. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we have enough material to do it once again. And we need your help because it is the return of Daily Rush Madness. Last year, we took our Daily Rush videos, we put them in bracket form, and we had them face off. Uh, during several days, a group of days, we had you text in, or how do we handle the votes? We did uh, we did texting or social media. It's online, online. Thank you, Marissa. So we've got it set up, and we're going to begin tomorrow, and we're going to find out which Daily Rush video is the favorite amongst uh, the ones that have come out in the last year. Now, when we first did it, we had several years worth of videos to go yeah. off of. And this is the, uh, the the collection of videos that have, have happened over the course of the last year. Now, you need to really appreciate just how productive Nick Murphy is, that many is the time we will do uh, a bit, and it will be a daily rush within an hour, an hour and a half after we've done that bit on air. Absolutely. So that's why the output has been so good, so many to choose from. Uh I'm excited about this. Yeah, me too. It's a lot of fun. And we will play, we, we, we keep it really short on the radio. Uh, we will actually play some audio clips to remind you of those segments. And we'll have them face off against each other. And then you'll have a certain amount of time, about an hour, I think, is how we usually work it out. No, Marissa says no, a whole day. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to remember how this thing worked. Uh, so uh, What I'm going to tell you is, is we, uh, will, we will focus on one matchup per hour. Uh, but, but that's the it. But the is voting all... is 24 hours. Thank you. I thought we did an hour. Listen, we just right. invented the world's most popular sport yesterday. Cut us some slack, please. <laughs> We're, our, our heads hurt from yeah, coming yeah. up with that. We're using that much creativity. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so you can uh, you can get started with this tomorrow. But if you want to take a look ahead of time, just familiarize yourself with yourself with some of the videos on PrestonSteve.com. We have a bracket set up. 
Get out your magnifying glass and look really close because the print is very, very tiny. But it's the only way we could put it on one page. But it'll, be, it'll get bigger as we go along. Marissa is working on that. Yeah, it'll be, get bigger <laughs> yes, as we go along. Yeah. So uh, you can you can get an idea of some of the videos that we have that are up to face off against each other. And we have them in, in regions. And we'll, we'll find out who the champion. Last year's champion, an absolute fan favorite, is Casey's Ranch Dressing Freakout. That was the absolute champion of Daily Rush Madness and you last know, year. You know what set it apart from the rest? And there was so much content that it was, it was born of pure, legitimate anger. Absolutely. Uh, like, <laughs> Casey had had... Just for this really sort of a casual mentioning, had this thing hoisted upon him. That was great. And the reaction was legit. Like, what the F is going on? So yeah. what will it be this year? You can take a look now and uh, and uh, you can assess for yourself but uh, and fill out the bracket if you want to. And uh, by the way, there is a new Daily Rush video that just got up and running. It is, and it's a biggie. The Cardboard Classic 2020 video. Wow. And Nick Murphy has got it together. And, of course, our annual competition of sleds made from cardboard, tape, string, glue, and paint. Yes, and the Mr. Peanut moment is, uh, I believe, in the video. Uh, so you can see that Mike is uh, is healing. We need to check in with him soon, see how he's coming uh, coming along. Uh, but it is brought to you by um, uh, Punchline, Philly's uh, comedy club, restaurant, and bar. And you can watch it at PrestonandSteve.com and get yourself ready for daily Rush Madness, which starts tomorrow. Uh, and we're going to talk to Burt Kreischer in just a little while, who is at that event and it will be and is in the video yes, as well. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, some other stuff to talk about. Well, we may not be focusing on uh, all the coronavirus stuff, but it is impacting a lot of people's lives. And as you can tell by the traffic reports, that um, a lot of people are staying home, and some people have the ability to work at home as well, even though they never really had before. They may have stayed home sick and gotten some work done while they've been at home. Sick. But now, staying home and doing all of your work in the home environment can be a bit strange. So here, so if we're honoring right now at least the, the attempt is to honor the uh, the 14-day the um, moratorium right now. We'll yeah. see if that extends or what, what the... What we get to at the end of that. But our whole sales staff here is working from home. Yeah. Uh, promotions as well. Uh, just a few uh, air staff and a few others are here at work. So, yeah, they, they uh, and while I'm sure they have worked at from home in the past, now to have it morning till night yeah. in a full day is a your, different animal. It's your routine now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here are here's a list. I think I got this from BuzzFeed. Uh, things you can do to try to effectively work from home without driving yourself into a pit of misery. <laughs> I can I can preamble uh, this with the experience of having worked from home in in the past, and it is hard. Where you think, oh man, oh this is going to be great for some people, like me. I need the structure of leaving the house and going to a place that defines work. Yeah, and I got listen. I'm I'm coming to work and I'm spending you know a decent yep. amount of time here, eight ish hours, uh, and then I go home and. And I, it, it is kind of wearing on me mentally a little bit. Yeah. And then last night, I'm like, I made the kids to go for a walk with me. I was like, yeah. I, we need to, I need to, I need to like get out and mm-hmm. move or do something. And you uh, can, yeah. you can go out, and walk yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. All right. So here you go. Here first. Here, here are the suggestions. All right. Let's hear the suggestions. Things to uh, to not make you go crazy at home when you're working from home. First, get changed out of your pajamas every morning. Yes. It'll help you get in the right headspace for work and allow you to take uh, video calls on the fly if you need to. But you should not just lounge around in your jammies all day. So, like, on the weekend, do you hang in casual clothes? Oh, yeah. Okay, do you hang in jammies? 
Uh, if we don't have anything to do, I'll do that. Will you put on a boussier? Only uh, after 7 <laughs> p.m. Only after 7. I think mm-hmm. that's respectful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I find, and that was, when, when again, with me, you need to have all the um, accoutrement and pretense of work yep. to make it feel like work. And that means showering, getting ready, yep. putting on clothes, and doing your deal. Yep. Yeah. Uh, were we talking about this the other day, Kathy, when you had mentioned that your mom... My mom, yeah. Okay, so w- was that on air or off air? I yeah, can't no, even it, remember. It was on air years ago. My, my mom worked from home for years, and uh, she actually had a separate room in the house that was her office. She would go to that, but she would get up every morning. She would shower. She would get changed. She would put makeup on as if she was going to work because when she started doing it for a little while, it was that just staying in pajamas, going, and she's like, I don't feel... Nope. like I, ju- I just don't feel right. So she uh, made it a point to do that every day. Yeah, and so my sister is doing that with her children uh essentially like uh treating like it like a like a school day not yeah. staying in pajamas yeah. all yep. day i love get it get up take a Stay shower my for a while <laughs> take some conference calls <laughs> uh, this is a whole other conversation but uh not only is Rochelle making the kids get up and doing some learning uh to doing some lessons mm-hmm. uh but uh, today they have to teach us. We are we are being. She, they, oh, that's cool. Yes, we're having a little project oh, I love later. That. Maybe that's a corona activity for later on. I love it. Uh, so Ooh, hang on a second. So, so, pollinating here. So we're getting we're getting taught later on today, which I think is kind of fun. All look, right, look, number the fun has a community spread. Go ahead. Right, number yeah. two. Here we go. Uh, pick one or more dedicated workspaces, ideally with a decent chair that will support your back. Meaning, don't sit on the couch and no. do your work. No. You need to have... I agree with that. You need to sit up straight. So, uh, go ahead. No, so back to my mom. Um, So she did that. She got, like, a really good chair, but then she actually got a desk that was a little bit higher than normal, and so she would stand. So okay. she would go to work and stand the entire time. Okay. She was actually ahead of the curve. Yeah. Was, oh, look at me. I, I stand all the time. So in my... I have where I do, uh, and I'll produce stuff or bits, like uh, Christmas uh, Christmas Cookie Cove and all my... I have my little studio set up. So that's at one part of the the room where we have the large TV and so on and so forth. I don't sit on the couch and do work. I go over there yeah. because that's work area. Yep. Yeah, we um, are, there's. I'm sort of putting pressure on myself, even though I haven't really uh, put anything out there to do like more social media stuff at home. Yeah, and I'm like at a at a creative uh, funk and low. And then I watch. Preston. This is a great vaudeville team in the 30s. <laughs> it is. But then I watch Preston, and you put something awesome on last night. And then, again, it made me go into a little bit of a depression because I go, I don't have any skills. Preston, like, you can play the drums and you're really good at it. Like, but I'm I, like, I, I I'm love like, you to I, death, but I would yeah. hate to be quarantined with you. <laughs> I, believe me, I, I wouldn't mean, want to be quarantined with you either. But, um, no, I'm like, I just, I don't have anything that I could share with the world. Yes, you do. No, you do. no. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. We need a therapy session. We did. I realized I don't have anything to offer the world. You haven't learned. Preston put on a Tyrannosaurus costume and played the drums. <laughs> Here's the first suggestion. Instead of doing more social media, you need to do less if you're getting depressed yeah. looking at somebody playing drums. What else am I supposed to this do? This little drums? kid's blowing bubbles. <laughs> Start, start with a cooking lesson. Seriously. Yeah. Like, this person's making muffins. I don't know how to do that. I wanted to, but I'm not allowed to go to the supermarket to get stuff. What? I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to pick out the chili ingredients. I'll bring them in, and I, w- I want you to make chili over the weekend. I don't want to make chili. I want to make a carrot cake. Can you get me the I want to make a carrot cake. 
Hang on. It's, <laughs> it's okay to go to the grocery store. I, I was there yesterday. Quite okay I know. Okay to go to the grocery. By the store. way, my acne you just is so sprawling yeah. that, I, that you're you're always two hundred feet away from everybody. I got the stuff home. Here's what I did. In the containers, just for the hell of it, I took my disinfectant wipes, did the outside of them, anything that I was going to eat, I poured out of those, just for the hell of it. But yeah. you're fine. <laughs> you're going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. You know the obvious and, things. And we'll work on getting you some lessons on something to learn a skill or, yeah. or a... Uh, a, mm, a I don't want to learn! <laughs> I think that's part of it. It just takes a long time to learn these yeah. things. It took me years and years and years to learn how to play. I want to play the harpsichord! Well, I kind of feel like it's a little bit like Groundhog Day. It's like, okay, well, I got this time. Why not learn how to ice sculpt and play yeah. the piano? Right, and, right. Yeah. You're like my wife. She puts pressure on herself for the, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. You're, it's, you're fine. The key is you have to have patience. These, you can't learn these things right away. And it, I don't Okay. I don't have time. Something else to do for uh, working at home. <laughs> Uh, try to keep your bedroom as sick as a sacred space for sleeping and relaxing where work is banned. It'll help the work life divide a little clearer. So don't take your work into the bedroom. No, that's for sexing. Uh, here's another idea to make uh, home working at home not drive you make it so it won't drive you crazy. Uh, wake up more than five minutes before your workday starts. You need time to prepare for the day both mentally and physically. So have a set up set. I need to get up at this time. Wake up at your regular schedule. That's yeah. what I would do. Even with so even as you, if, if you were going to leave to commute, wake up at that time, go through your ritual. In fact, if you start your workday earlier, you do have this option and clock your eight hours or eight, how many hours you work, eight, nine. You, you can shift your day and, and be done Steve, earlier. Go, just go out and sit in the car for an hour and exactly. listen to us. Exactly. Like listen to us, right. yes. That's a good idea. Or an hour and a half, yeah. depending on your commute. Oh, man, by the traffic way, was tough today. Yeah. Just totally. We appreciate the streaming numbers, by the way. Everyone yeah. listening on their smart devices at home, yeah. so thank you. But you can go sit in the car if it makes you feel yeah. okay. Um, just make sure it's out of the garage. Uh, here's another one. Try wearing shoes uh, because you probably wouldn't be... On your feet, right? Yes, yeah. on your feet. Not as a necklace. One on your hand. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, you probably wouldn't be chilling barefoot in an office. So wear shoes. Don't walk. Around. I think I might. Yeah. So put on. I just some have shoes. one of my high heels hanging off my foot and bopping it up and down. Uh, let's see. Sign out and this this is kind of important. I think sign out and turn off notifications for work related email and instant messaging when the day is over. Especially if you're signed in on your personal devices, so you're trying to separate. Oh yeah, right. Home and work. I well, that nobody ever does that. We we don't. As an, I, I I agree with you 100, percent Kathy. I, I ultimately though, uh, the how you react to them can be different. You don't have to. You can you can disconnect. So so realizing the importance of having away from work time. So, you know, that's the issue, Preston. Is is delineating between when you're technically at work and working, or at home. All right, and here's uh, another one that I wouldn't have thought of. Listen to music or put on the TV quietly since working from home can sometimes be a little too quiet. That's what I do. Would actually, which actually makes it difficult to focus. So have some kind of background noise. Because Uncle Pierre? More, more than likely, yeah, more than likely at work you would have some type of, uh, of sound. Oh, that's, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's interesting because I, whenever I do it, if I do anything at home, I need it completely silent. Like, or I, I think that I do. You, you know? don't. So it's you like don't. Everything is off. Music's off. TV's off. Mm. There, there'd be. There's a general sound to an active office right, space. For, yeah. for example, for here, when we're done and we're doing stuff, what we usually hear is "God damn, damn thing, 
won't work. Damn it! That's Pierre. And then 93.3 WMMR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, rock and roll is just, it's all rock and roll. Peace <laughs> up. Peace up. Come. <laughs> it's so it's so funny, funny to go by the studio and hear him <laughs> freaking out and throwing stuff. And then you hear you like it's the absolute antithesis of Pierre on the radio. You, you hear it's pancakes, not all the time. No, no, no. Scramble no. to like help and maybe fix it. Yeah, no, no, no. Or you look at, and pancake has that deer in headlights <laughs> yeah, yeah, look yeah, like. Yes. Oh my god! God, don't move. He's not yelling. He's not yelling at people. No, he's yelling at no. himself yep. and, and, or the and and the equipment. That's always it. And you're right. It's infrequent. <laughs> But it is the funniest goddamn thing. I hate to laugh at someone's misery, but you'll be sitting there, and again, he said, you know, you know, and, you know everybody's music, you know, it's good for everyone. God damn! But it is it is frequent enough that, like, when I hear it, I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Okay. There are moments where I walk out of this studio and Pancake and I share a look because Pancake has the job that I You've used been to have. there. I've been there. And it's a, it's a loving knowing look between the two of us and it's it's a, it's bonded me with Pancake. It makes me feel feel good about it. Marissa. I'm cracking up because I sit what 20 feet away from the studio and there's like a doorway and a pathway. Um I was on a call with Sarah the other day and I had it on speakerphone. I was just talking to her while I was on my computer. She goes, "Is everything okay?" There's somebody yelling. I was like, oh, Oh, no, it's just Pierre. She's like, oh, okay. okay. And, and no one, everyone's like, oh, that's just par for the course. And, he, and again, he's yeah. yelling at himself. He's yelling at a, a piece of equipment. Yeah. He's never browbeating or, or, or angry to anyone else. I've, I've literally heard the yell, and then all of a sudden, 93.3 WMMO. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. It's like, yeah. All right. Uh, what else do we have here? Here are uh, some ideas to uh, to for if you're working at home and how to keep it more like work and not home, just so you can have a separation. Um, uh, clearly define the hours that you will be working and stick to it. So we already talked about getting up ahead of time. Very uh, smart. How about this? Have lunch breaks where you don't look at anything work-related. Get away from all your projects and so forth. Go somewhere else. Make sure you have an official break from work as you would at work. I would say so. I never take a lunch break here. I just I just shotgun through and do the deal. So if that's the way you work at work, you can do that at home. But just I think the import, the important thing would be when you've, done your day, then go home, you know, in, in, in VR fashion. You know, okay, now I'm going to leave this spot of the room or go into this other room, and now I'm home. Uh, also, take frequent breaks so you don't burn out. You're probably not actually working 100% of the time when you're in the office anyway. Is it advisable to, as you do at the office, Preston, gossip with family members about other family members? <laughs> Hopefully you're doing that already. Yeah. But yes, you should you should go ahead and do that too. Uh in fact it says here be sure to socialize after work, even if it's just a video call to keep the loneliness at bay. Yes. I have more and more friends who are doing uh virtual happy hours. And uh, I had a friend really? who was doing it last night. Yep, she it was like uh eight people maybe and they were FaceTiming one another huh. and having wine at home and, and okay. it was it was eight ladies, but like uh, for them that was the I way to do that. end the day. All right, I'll I'll FaceTime <laughs> you tonight. You know what? We can do it we can do it on air. I mean we can there there we can do uh we can do whatever we Virtual want. Happy hour? We 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 listen, we created the new high tech sport of the future yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the sky's the limit. All right, here's one I think you should stick to. Don't do household chores randomly throughout the day since it can get distracting and said instead schedules a specific time for them. So oh. while you're in between whatever you're doing for Turning work, butter. Uh, starting to, you know, do the dishes or, or go through, you know, start doing laundry and stuff like that, don't do oh, that I, at the same time. I'll leave like the the um uh, dishwasher door open as I'm loading the dishwasher and have to run upstairs for something and then start laundry. And an hour right. later, I'm like, 
Oh, yeah, I was doing the dishes downstairs. Yep. But you have to multitask. A lot of times when you hear Kathy getting to the microphone late, if, if we're starting traffic or whatever, you like to go down and change the oil in your car. Well, that's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. always do that. Uh, communicate to people you live with that you're working. Like if you have a video call with your coworkers and need everyone to be quiet. So make sure everybody knows. Yeah! Like that, that you need to my sister-in-law have work to do. My sister-in-law was on a conference call yesterday with her managers, and uh, she didn't have the phone on mute, and my nephew yelled, I just pooped, come wipe me. <laughs> come and, wipe me. And her manager was like, do you need to go? <laughs> the next tip is use headphones and mute your, mute your yeah. microphone during conference calls unless you're speaking to minimize the amount of audio feedback and times at random sounds. God damn it, I just pooped, come wipe me. <laughs> Pierre. Um, yes, that makes, there's a there's a classic a bit of uh, footage, I think it, it occurred last year where this guy was doing a hit, um, you know, to a local TV station from his house oh, in yeah, England. Yeah. And his kids kept coming in. Do you remember that one, Preston? What was it? I'm sorry. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. That was great. Right. Uh, it's oh, up, it's yeah. up in the, uh, the yeah, studio yeah, yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> and the kids kept opening up the door. While... <laughs> this is the best. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, this also indicates you should go outside, even <clears> if it's just a quick walk around your block. Uh, the fresh air will do wonders. You can take a break that way. Take your cat for a walk. Uh, yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> and and then finally, uh, it says stay active. Even if you can't go to an uh, in-real-life fitness class or to the gym, there are plenty of effective workouts that you can do at home. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with working at home. No, that's stupid. It needs yeah. to be struck from the list. Yeah, exactly. You don't work out. <laughs> One of the other clues should be take useless things off your lists. Yeah, do that too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so anyhow, just some suggestions, and there's some legitimate ones in there. If you are finding yourself at an in home work environment that you're normally not doing on a regular basis. You may have done it before, but if you're going to be doing it every day for, uh, you know, the next couple of weeks and maybe after that, uh, these are some tips to keep in mind. And I, I think they're very legitimate. So, uh, obviously, and if you're a workaholic, pay attention to these. Fight yep. the urge to work around the clock. All right, we need to take a break. We're going to kind of keep things moving uh, because uh, we're having Bert Kreischer on around 8-ish. So, we want to make sure that we get to him. And then right after that, we're going to follow it up with Corona Activities. Yeah! Kathy's <laughs> next list on to-do items while you have some extra time on your hands, if that's the case. We'll take a break, come back in a moment, and uh, we'll get the Bizarre File stories when we return. Make sure you stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Vixen 77. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Vixen 77, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We just announced that uh, Daily Rush Madness is going to start tomorrow. You can uh, check out the uh, brackets and so on. And I got this text from somebody that says, Gene Simmons Chickens taking the whole thing <laughs> on Daily Rush Madness this year. That'll be up to you. We'll start the, the voting process tomorrow. And we just kind of want to, we just kind of want to roll it out real quick tomorrow to get the ball rolling, to get it started. And then over the weekend, if you want to take the time to go through and watch some of the videos, you'll have the, the brackets. And then we'll, we'll bounce right back on Monday and begin it again. You've got the time to be more participatory, uh, than, you know, and we had a great participation last go around. You know, someone Preston brought up the, um, the origins of the Gene Simmons chicken thing, and, and I, I, I couldn't remember. And finally, someone else jumped in and, and chided, uh, chimed in and, uh, 
told me what it is, but there's so many of those bits and so many of those Daily Rush things where you're like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. where that came from. Yep, exactly. So it might be a, a nice uh, way to refamiliarize yourself with the origins of uh, some of the things that we do yes. here on this little program of ours. <laughs> All right, speaking of the program, it needs to continue with the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. This was by far my favorite story that I came across yesterday. A woman in the United States has become the laughing stock of the Internet after revealing she has mistakenly spent the past few days washing her hands instead of a bar of soap but with a block of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Yes. There's no suds. So here you go. Miley, who is from Washington State, thought that she was doing her bit to stop the spread of coronavirus by thoroughly washing her hands with a bar of soap. Unfortunately, she instead succeeded in spreading some rather mature-looking cheddar on her hands <laughs> over the course of several days. Sharing her story on uh, Reddit, Miley explained how the cheese ended up being mistaken for a bit of soap. After it was left out of the fridge following a drunken late night snack, ah. so it had kind of dried out. So yeah, it actually would kind of have uh, the, some of those hoity-toity uh, 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 soaps. Yeah, are like cheese. <laughs> yeah, they look like it. Yeah. yeah. So waking the next morning, she assumed that the lump was the remnants of a bar of soap. She wow. also was keen to stress that she does <laughs> actually keep a bar of yellow unscented soap nearby for such use. <laughs> With the two evidently getting mixed up. She said, I use liquid soap for the dishes. Bar soap like this is gentler on my hands after I do chores, if that makes any sense. It was a couple of days of, why isn't this foaming? And I come to realize that it was a dried square of Tillamook sharp cheddar cheese. I bet you that's good. She said, I suspect I left it out when I was intoxicated and I just forgot about it. So I could see that. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Uh, here's a Florida story, a Florida man story. He was arrested for impersonating an officer just two days after going to jail for the exact same thing. Oh, man. The sheriff's office said. He should have impersonated a judge. He could have let himself off. Uh, the <laughs> officer said that Leroy Stottlemyre was arrested for impersonating a law enforcement officer and shoplifting. Following this, law enforcement went on to speak with several toll bridge attendants who had previous encounters with Stottlemyre. They said he would often try to flash a badge to avoid paying a $2 bridge toll. He reportedly did this several times over the last few months and identifies himself as a U.S. Air Marshal. During his last encounter at that toll bridge, uh, they said that the attendant presented Stottlemyre with an article about his arrest on March 9th for impersonating a law enforcement <laughs> officer. He then put away his badge and paid the toll. However... On March 13th, deputies said that they once again arrested Stottlemyre at his home. The sheriff said two days after his release, and he's already up to his old tricks. We know already that he thinks that he can get out of shoplifting and pay tolls with his fake badge. I am happy that we are able to get him back off the streets before something more serious occurs. Listen, I hope this won't have to go through internal affairs. <laughs> You're not a cop! <laughs> All right, I, I caught this audio yesterday. This is great. A professor at uh, Macquarie University in Australia was teaching a class that was being streamed live online Tuesday, which caught a couple in the room, and one of them was giving a handy to the other during the lecture. 
Mm. Uh, she said... There are many lectures I could have used that. She said, I know precedent is a very sexy topic, but uh, <laughs> and I love when my audience are engaged and animated, but there is a limit to that. She added that there was a time and a place for special love time, and her class wasn't it. And she said, no below-the-belt touching in my lecture theater, please. <laughs> she also said... That that couple has been caught doing naughty things in the class at least once before. Uh, have you ever known any exhibitionists like that? People just who really are drawn to be no. doing things in public? No. That's, that, a, that, that's a fetish I never quite understood. That holds no yeah. fascination to me whatsoever. Listen, we're keeping the B-file short because uh, our guest is already on the line and we need to break and come back and, and uh, chat with him because we're going to spend a little bit of time. What? Oh, no, no. I thought we were doing it right now. Can we roll into it now? Yeah, that's uh, okay. That was my uh, understanding. Was no, nope, we I told you last it. night we were going to do it the other way, but that's okay. We'll uh, we'll go ahead and, and do it right now. So uh, he's got his Netflix special, which is out, and uh, we last saw him at the Cardboard Classic. We're, we're convinced uh, that again uh, in in the, in times of uh, of, uh, of the apocalypse. Stay near him. Yes. Because yeah. he's a survivor. He's one of the most resourceful people I've ever met. Unbelievable. <laughs> and he survived the cardboard classic. Uh, unbelievable. Yep. Uh, please welcome, promoting his new stand up special, Hey Big Boy, streaming now on Netflix. <laughs> hey, it's our friend Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Hey. What's up, dude? I'm lucky if anything. I'm lucky <laughs> if anything. Yeah. Well, you, you, you. I think over the course of your career, and you've been in all sorts of situations, you've been put to task to do all sorts of things. You, you've kind of accumulated a Bear Grylls collection of capabilities. Would, do you think that's safe to say? Oh, I a hundred. I have an ability to survive in bizarre scenarios, like whether it's rappelling off a waterfall or <laughs> yeah. Or, or taming a lion, or or wrestling a bear, or jumping out of an airplane, or the cardboard classic. <laughs> where, where does the cardboard classic fall in the pecking order? Because uh, let me tell you something. My bus driver was so terrified, <laughs> like so terrified, and I, you know, he went back to the bus and cried. Oh, no, <laughs> why? Oh, he was terrified. He was just because because you forget, like normal people. There's two types of people, okay? Yeah. There's there's uh, Mr. Peanut who doesn't think things through. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> and, and then there's regular people who just are like, yeah, I'll do it, but they don't realize what they're getting into. Yeah. And he, and my and I, everyone on my team was that person, and they were like, this is stupid. Why would we ever do this? And I was like, guys, there's a way to survive in life. You don't need to be the hero. I, I remember one time we were shovel racing, and that's where you sit on the yeah. shovel, and you go down a, a mountain like 80 miles an hour. And I said to myself, I don't need to be the hero. I just need to get down the mountain. Yes. And this girl goes, this girl goes, I think I can get it up to like 70. I was like, do not do that. <laughs> they carried her off on a backboard. Oh, and my I remember, God. I remember looking at her going, I told her, I told her, oh. you just, 50, look 70, 40, look 60, 60 sounds impressive. So that that is really sage advice and bears repeating. You don't need to be the hero. You just get it done, right? You want to be the guy at the bar telling the story <laughs> that no one saw. Yes, that's brilliant. Absolutely. And speaking of Mr. Peanut, by the way, and I, I know you, you, you are not... Uh, 
this might embarrass you a bit, but thanks for your generosity in donating to Mike's uh, GoFundMe because, uh, yeah, he got he got whomped. You know, people who know Mr. Peanut got uh, hit by his own peanut, and uh, and uh, the jaw broke in a number of locations. So we we appreciate your uh, your your kindness in that. No, no, I look, I, I I saw that video, and we all like we we watched it like four or five times. I put it posted on my Instagram, and then um, and then Casey told me there was a GoFundMe, and I read the GoFundMe, and I was like. The first thing I thought is, I have, this is going to sound horrible, but I've made so much money in Philadelphia. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that I was like, I, gotta, I, can't, I can't keep it all. <laughs> no. Well, first, he... that guy's ever come see me live, but if he ha- I know that it's, it's good karma to give back to the city of Philadelphia. Yes. You guys have been so good to me my entire career. There's no way I couldn't help. Bert, he's listening out. right now. He's, he's doing better, but he's still got some stuff going on, and as you can imagine, uh, these trying times are, are difficult for him, too, because he's in a recovery situation, uh, but um, he he says thank you so much, and and there's a, a charity event that Preston and I and Steve have done a, a few times called Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. He says if you're in Philly, we'd love for you to join Walk a Mile in, in Her Shoes. Basically, you do this mile in women's high heels, and and that would have to co- coincide, of course, with your timing and your tour and everything like that. But he'd love for you to be a part of the team. I don't think there's ever been a time I've said no to you guys. No, <laughs> you, you, you never have. You, 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 that's why we believe. You know, when we see the mushroom cloud in the distance, we're running to Burke Kreischer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, but to that point, now, okay. So, obviously, a lot of stuff is uh, obviously we can enjoy your 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 Netflix special, which is the last one was killer. Casey watched the the new one. Hey, big boy. Uh, hey, big boy, and uh, was just raving about it as well. I mean, you, you. I mean, it's funny when you stop and think about, you know, how your 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 stand up persona and your ability to deliver on stage has just increased exponentially. But uh, to my original point, you have dates scheduled at uh, Borgata in July, correct? Yeah. All right. So that's the next time we on the calendar you're you're going to be in the area. Those are looking like those are looking like the firmest dates on my books. Right okay. Now. Yeah. Because everything is in a state of flux. Every, everything. Everything. It's so bizarre. Yeah. I mean, I haven't. You, I, you guys know me. How many? I, I'm I'm touring nonstop. Yeah. So the idea that I would stop for two months, let alone ten weeks, yeah. is. Just almost terrifying. This is my fourth day at home. I'm almost out of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, what do, what do you do? What are you gonna? Do you have anything in mind to kill the time so that you, a person who remains active all the time, doesn't go crazy? No, it's been bizarre. It's like like the special dropped uh, uh, Tuesday. Yeah. And, and you know, normally you do one of those. You wake up. You do press all day. You fly to New York. You do press all day in New York. You spend another day in New York. You fly back to L.A. Dude, I woke up and there's all press was canceled. There's no press for the special. Wow. You just I just made a brisket. And then you're like, <laughs> well, press that. brisket. It's the same thing. I, but listen, so everything becomes sort of a hybrid version of what it what it originally was. Uh, yeah. So on the plus side, and you always look to make the lemonade out of the lemons here. There are more people. It couldn't actually drop at a better time when people are looking for entertainment and looking for things to divert their attention. Special is on Netflix, and uh, and again, um, uh, the, the title is uh, "Hey, uh, Hey Big Boy." Hey, Big Boy. So look for it, and uh, you know who, who knows. I mean, actually, you've provided a much needed distraction. I think you know that's the one note I've been getting, and you know, I, 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 social media has been amazing for me, but uh, is. 
I, you know, I, I, I have to tap out. I sit on the treadmill watching Fox and, and CNN the entire yeah. day, going back and forth, seeing who's going to scare me the most. <laughs> exactly. Come exactly. Come 8 o'clock, I'm like literally like, what can get my mind off it? And that's the beauty of it is that it's, that's, you know, that is comedy at the base. And I think that's why cancel culture has kind of remained silent during this, this, this whole thing is because the comedy is meant to take your mind off the stuff that really matters. And, and I'll tell you right now, I had no intention of this special ever becoming that, but if, if this special and it all can provide anyone a relief from their fears or their OCD or their anxiety or their just general boredom in their house, then, yeah, man, I yeah. was, that was... Mission accomplished. Well, Mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and speaking of social media, Bert, I was watching through your stories the other night, and uh, I really enjoyed when uh, you sat down to watch Team America: World Police with your ten-year-old daughter. Oh my god! Uh, and and the the fact that your wife was cracking up, your daughter was sort of cringing a little bit, and you were laughing at your wife laughing, it made me laugh really hard. It, it we it caught us off guard. It was per, it was perfect comedy, comedy surprise. Yeah, and we turned off Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> And that was what was on, and it was his speech about Kim Jong-un and, and genitals, and we were crying. I mean, we were crying. And my daughter was like, we're not, I'm not supposed to be watching this. But the fact that she was parenting us made us laugh so much harder. Uh, yeah. That movie is, man, that movie caught me off guard. If you're looking for a movie to watch, oh, man. obviously Ooh. watch Hey Big Boy, everybody. But yeah. Oh man, that we we have long, long since the since it was released in theaters. That has been a perennial. Oh, we have so many drops we play on the show from that movie. Not only that, Bert, in a, in a place you played the the Trocadero Theater, we actually hosted a screening of it there years after it came out. Yeah. We're like, everybody needs to see this movie, and, and, and we invited people in to, to the Troc. Just it to was see that awesome. Movie. It was awesome. And Bert, if you get a chance, catch the version, the unedited, because there's an extended puppet sex sequence that <laughs> that has Bukaki. And everything and shies hilarious. Yes, yes, exactly. Dude, when you find stuff like that in life, like that's what I love about great comedy is that you like. I love that it offends somebody. I love that someone's like, "This is too much." The look on someone's face when they get offended and you're not is like my favorite look you can ever get out of anyone. Like, this is unacceptable, and you're like, "Exactly." Yeah. And exactly. the fact that you watched it with a ten year old daughter is this the one who actually came up with the title of your special, "Hey Big Boy"? Yeah, that's Isla. Isla, every everything like we talk about her period party. Yeah, <laughs> on the special, and she. I, 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 it, it's a true story, and it's all you can see. If you look in the credits, I put uh, I put videos and pictures of all the events that are in the story. Well, right? yeah, I, it's funny, Bert, because I, I was going to say, like, uh, and by the way, I think this special is better than your last special, the one that was filmed here in Philadelphia. But um, your style of comedy is it's joke telling and storytelling at the same time, and and I, I remember while watching this uh, uh, this most recent special going. That's that. There's no way that's a true story, and and then you prove all of this with pictures and videos during the credits, <laughs> which is amazing. That was my wife's idea. Yeah, that was my wife's idea. Yeah, it's uh, it it, it, it I, I put most of it. What's crazy is most of it all has been on Instagram stories. Yeah, I, mean, I live my life on Instagram stories, and so when <laughs> she had her period party, I recorded all of it on Instagram stories. I have the whole evening on Instagram <laughs> stories, and and. We got done. We get 10 o'clock at night. I'm buzzed, right? I've been drinking red wine all night. And uh, 
And she comes into the bedroom and she's like, uh, hey, big boy. I go, yeah. She goes, I need you to pull that off story. <laughs> I go, I go, really? In my head, I'm thinking this is going to go huge, right? She's like, I go, really? And she goes, yeah, like, it's fun. And I'm glad we all laughed. But, like, I had a good time. I just don't want everyone at school knowing that I'm on my period. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, good call. Good call. Listen, I, I'm so glad that, that you have done that, that you put the, the video proof at the end because, uh, you know, most of the time through uh, a comedian's routine, you you will hear true story, true story, you know, this and that. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, eh, maybe not. But the fact that you're backing it up with video proof, that's impressive. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's my it's, – I wasn't even my idea. I just – my, it started with uh, it's it started with the period party cake, right? <laughs> and then my wife's like, "Yo, go grab your gun," and I was like, "Oh, because they gave me like the machine on my gun case." And I was like, "Oh yeah," and they're like, "Oh, grab that." Hey, do you have a picture of Isla's test? I go, "I do." I go, "Oh my god, I have a video of my dad hooting like an owl." And so literally, we just put it all in there, and it's kind of like a nice it's a nice nod for anyone who's a fan who's like, "Right, shut up." That's that's what his dad's hoot sounds like. Mm-hmm. So, well, let me ask you. In addition to the special, which we're, we're obviously, I, I expect massive numbers for that this weekend as people are, uh, you know, locked and loaded inside. Um, you had other projects that were in the works. Um, you, uh, you know, as far as, I mean, there, there, there was a, a movie base. Was it the machine? Uh, um, yeah. So, what, what's the status of that? I assume everything is in is in likewise in stasis, right? Yeah, everything's in lockdown, but we are lucky enough to have the script ready. Oh, I've very, I look, I've been very, very, very lucky um, in in all in all of this project wise. Meaning, I had did the cabin, which is a is a semi scripted series for uh, Netflix that is edited and done, and so should be airing soon. Um, and then my special, very, very lucky that it was edited and wrapped because there's a lot of guys that were about to shoot a special that won't get the opportunity now. Which, wow. I mean, yeah. look, I'm bummed. I'm bummed that I can't do the full press blitz. I can't have my call and stick to work show that I had planned at the store. I can't do all these things I had planned. But trust me, I'd much rather it be out and everyone have the opportunity to see it than, than buddies of mine who didn't, won't even get to shoot theirs. Yeah. So, so hopefully, you know, Hopefully everyone and look, I'm in LA. I'm a little bit of a worrywart. Hopefully everyone follows protocol. We all get healthy and get punch this thing out, and then everything can get back to normal, and I can make a movie. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that we, we, and honestly, there's every reason to believe, and we will. You, you, we've all lived long enough to know traumatic things, heavy things such as this. There's, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and we'll get out of this, and it will happen. <laughs> weird it's so weird look i'm not to be morbid but it's so weird watching i watched that movie with jake gyllenhaal the day after tomorrow yeah <laughs> yeah do you remember when you used to watch those and go that will never happen <laughs> you're like well yeah. maybe yeah. uh by the way i uh, on your instagram stories i followed your trip from new orleans and that's where your shows uh, started to have to get like postponed or canceled and i followed your trip back to la um did you actually ever get to hang out and party with a, there was a, some sort of pop star that you were your tour bus was parked next to her tour bus? Did you guys uh, actually get to hang out? What was her name? Sexual Ivy? Or oh, something what? like that. Yeah. Sexual Ivy. <laughs> I forget what her name was. We have a we have uh, no we didn't. No, okay. We didn't oh. Because oh, man. apparently I was I didn't understand she was a Latina pop star, mm-hmm. and so I thought she was a porn star. <laughs> so I was doing videos outside her bus going like, 
oh, this is so bad. But I'm like, we got a whore next door. <laughs> oh, God. And I think, I don't, but I didn't, I just, I was, I, did, I, I was being horrible and I was drunk. And, and, and apparently her team saw it, like saw me outside filming, uh-huh. outside her bus. And they, they thought I was a fan. They didn't even look at my face. My face is on my bus. It's right next to her. <laughs> I tried everything. I went over and I knocked on her door for a, a, a bowl of sugar and they wouldn't answer. Oh, my God. Sexual Ivy, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, come on. Is you it know. Ivy Queen Diva? Is that who it is? Ivy Queen Diva. Ivy yeah. Queen Diva. Okay. Not sexual Ivy. Right. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that porn star Ivy? Yeah, because sexual <laughs> Ivy, you should really have would have no grounds to uh, yeah. criticize you for coming to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, and then, by the way, their whole t- I don't think anyone on their team spoke English. It's, oh. She's like a she's like a Puerto Rican reggaeton. Okay. Pops. She's really talented. We listen to some of her music, and she's very sexy. And yeah. she's not a whore. Is it, not, at all, not at all, not at all, by okay. the way. Not at all, not at all. Jeez, God, Bert. This is, by the way, now that the social justice warriors are kind of in hiding, I have become horrific to be around. <laughs> I love it. We would only hope. Uh, well, listen, yeah. Bert, we appreciate a few minutes this morning, man. We just wanted to get the word out. If people are looking for something uh, to kind of take their mind off of things right now, Hey Big Boy is streaming on uh, Netflix, so we want to make sure everybody is aware of that. So, Hey, I really, it really means the world that you guys would take the time this morning to talk to me. Uh, you, in, in times like this, when everything shakes out, you really know who your good friends are in media are. So thank you cool. so much. I, I, I owe you guys forever. Dude, um, we owe you for being yeah. at the Cardboard Classic. It was amazing. Yeah. And, friends and, don't owe friends. Yeah, yeah you're, exactly. you're always welcome. All right, bud, hang in there. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Love you guys. Love yeah. you, too. All right, first price, you guys. The Machine. Uh, and he is in our uh, latest Daily Rush uh, video, which you can see of uh, the Cardboard Classic. So that is available at PrestonSteve.com. Speaking of Daily Rush, we're going to start up Daily Rush Madness tomorrow, and you will help Ooh. us narrow it down. Who's going to be the champion this year? Last year was all the rage, ranch dressing. We'll find out what's uh, going to take it this time around as we get that started tomorrow. But we're going to take a break and come back in a second. The much-anticipated Kathy Romano list of Corona activities when we get back. Stay with us. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So it is in this time where a lot of us are having to come up with some creative ideas to keep ourselves entertained. We're not used to being at home for the amount of time that some of us have been and not venturing out quite as much. Or maybe we have kids at home who are normally not just doing the stay-at-home thing. So we asked Kathy to come up <laughs> with a list of activities. some activities to keep you busy around the household. Can we have some... Um... Some music, underline something, something peppy yet infectious. Something infectious. Yeah, sorry, I didn't plan ahead of time for this. But hey, we got a jingle, a mini jingle. We yeah. did, and I got to thank uh, Kyle McCarty for putting that together at yeah. the last minute. But uh, you can always yeah. count on him. You know, I'll pat you on the back when you deserve it. You do. Yeah, something that uh, that just, uh, Casey is a little bit uplifting. Yeah, I know. Like. I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't even. It know. It can be one of our dialing beds. Just yeah, no, something right. to to fill out this the. Is Yes. Okay. That's it. All right. Maybe that'll work that. too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyhow, so Kath, what about uh, what about some of the Corona activities? We're not going to get the music in time. I'm stalling uh, as long it, as I possibly. It. We got it. We yeah, got no. it. 
It's okay. So I think, um, yeah, so a lot of people obviously staying in the house um, and your kids are home from school. uh, So you need some things to do. A lot of people I'm seeing on social media, like struggling, trying to find different activities for the kids. But I think one thing that we need to keep in mind and not specifically today because uh, it looks like, well, it looks like the rain might be clearing up, but we can't go, you know, you can't go shopping. You can't go to the gym. You can't go out to a restaurant, but it doesn't mean that you can't go outside. So I was talking to my cousin yesterday. It's not airborne. So like you can go outside in your own yard. You You can take a walk if you Oh, yeah. Uh, So just keep that in mind that you can go outside. You don't have to be stuck in the house. Um, But here are a couple of things that um, I found that I thought were really cool. They're actually great activities. So the Elmwood Park Zoo is closed, but they're doing what they can to to bring the zoo to you. They actually have something set up called Buddy's Channel, and it's a series of educational videos about the animals at the zoo. Uh, There are games on there. There's a book club, and then they do a live broadcast from the zoo each day at 11 a.m. on Facebook Live. So it's about a 20-minute program with the zoo's education team presenting a lesson along with one of their animals and the kids can uh, can send in questions, type in on Facebook Live and ask questions about the animal. And that could serve it. as part of your, if you're if you're doing the, taking care of the schooling at home, that's a, that's a class. Agreed. Yeah. There you yeah. go. And yep. they, they also have two live cameras, so it's the bald eagles and the giraffe camera and uh, you can go on from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and you can watch the animals. Nice. Just just a, just a caveat to what you said, Kathy, as far as you, in, in restaurant dining, but takeout is available at a lot of re- restaurants and a lot of people are trying to you know, pay their employee salaries. And if you go to WMMR.com and PrestonSteve.com, there is a thing up there called WMMR Presents Operation Shop Local, a boost for local businesses. And there's a list of businesses and what they're offering as far as takeout or gift cards so you can keep them going. But, yes, this is a great idea, this uh, this Elmwood Park thing. Yeah. Uh, up next is the Phoenix Arts uh, Dance School in Bluebell. So uh, the other day they offered a Little Feet dance class, and it was a 15-minute class and a sing-along for toddlers. But they're also offering uh, classes for other age groups, older age groups, and then they're doing an adult hip-hop class as well. So um, Wow. Yeah, so so you can you can take a dance class online. I've always wanted to learn hip-hop, and so I Gosh. think hip-hop Steve. dancing in particular. Listen, you know what? So um, It's good exercise, right? It is. Do I need a piece of cardboard? Or is that breakdancing? <laughs> no, that's breakdancing. Break Okay. You might, you might, but you, you bring up a good point. So people have wanted to try things. So my next activity uh, is actually a yoga class at home. And my mom forever has wanted to try yoga, but she's intimidated to go to the, you know, into a classroom yeah. where people may be more experienced. So I'm like, this is perfect for you. You do it right in your own home. You see if you like it. And then when everything opens back up, you can go to the yoga studio. You, you know, in a way, it's sort of a, uh, it's a Peloton model. Yes, you know, it, so exactly you, you can is. you can sample it. You'll have someone who's an instructor, and as you said, when things finally do clear out, and you get back and support these businesses that have provided you things to do in your time off. And you bring up the the Peloton theory, yeah. and you know you can get a yoga instruction on YouTube or yeah. on demand. But the fact that like what worked for me was I knew it was starting at twelve. I needed to be changed. I needed to have my yoga mat out, and I needed to be ready at twelve o'clock. So it's that you know kind of still in your yeah. mind that you, you need to be there yes. at a certain time if you want to take this class. And I, for me, that helped. By the way, and please remember, and I know a lot of people forget this. So depending on how you like to watch it, you have a YouTube app, I'm sure, on your on uh, your your television. You can either th- you can throw it from your phone onto your television. So if you want to yeah. put it up on a oh, big that- screen, 
You don't have to sit there and have your phone or your laptop. You can throw it up onto the TV. I have my laptop the other day. That's a great idea. I'm going to do the I'm going to do a lot of people forget that they're such creatures of habit. Put it up on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. So today I'm actually taking this class. So it's Soul Yoga Studio. They have two locations, one in Conshohocken, one in Autobahn. Uh, The owner of both locations will uh, she goes into her studio and she basically puts on a class and they use Zoom. It's a live stream uh, app that you can get on your phone. Like you said, you can yeah. stream it to your TV. I had it on my laptop. Uh, today's class, what's today? Thursday, right? Yeah. Today's class is at 12 o'clock. Uh, they also have another class um, Friday at 930 in the morning and then Saturday at 10 a.m. But she's going to update it as the week goes on or weeks uh, if need be. Is the Zoom app free or do you have to pay for it? Zoom app is free. free. Okay. All right. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> my next one is another uh, it's so it's sort of combining dance and work and fitness so it's buddies at home classes it's a facebook page specifically set up for people looking to get a workout uh, while they're stuck in the houses with uh coro- or you know with the coronavirus pandemic that's happening so buddy castamano is a professional dancer dance instructor and he's my cousin he's your cousin uh-huh. <laughs> he's the guy that does listen <laughs> he's yeah. the guy that does backflips case yeah. and he's he's vetted so you know you know you know it's legit yeah so and the links are all on Preston and Steve but it's buddies at home classes. Uh, same thing. He's doing Facebook Live. He's going to do 30-minute classes. But um, he's actually doing he's doing two a day. So he's doing one in the afternoon, one in the evening. Uh, he's going to do a kids class today as well. Uh, so you can you can get the link right on uh, on our website. All right. Corona May I ask you, Kathy? Obviously, yeah. we're going along with this, and there's there's time. You know, for how, however long this is going to go on, if people have things that they're doing likewise or similarly that they think they can provide. Uh, uh, diversion, they can contact you, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, all right. Yeah, why not? Uh, mimosas and Masterpieces. Ooh. So it's a free virtual paint class, and it's tonight at 6 o'clock. I don't know if they're having more than one. Right now, they just have one on the books. Uh, they may add a few more. but uh, So it's tonight at 6 o'clock, and the class will be on Facebook Live. It is free, but you have to register for it. So you just do that uh, right on their Facebook page. It's classes for kids and adults. Both can participate. Uh, and there's a list of supplies that, that you will need. That was my question. Yeah. yeah, okay. So there's a list of supplies that you will need in order to participate. Like hand sanitizer and toilet paper. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but you know what? It's not this big, huge, extensive list. Like, you could potentially have all of it already. Okay. Uh, and if, you know, if, if you need to run out and grab some things, if you're going out to the grocery store or Target, Walmart today, uh, you might be able to grab it if you want to participate. It's really a delightful little stinger, yeah. isn't it? It is. Yeah. So next up, I did shows to binge on Netflix. These are the shows that I've watched that I love that are there on Netflix. Um, And I'll just run down them quickly. Uh, Ozark, Dead to Me, In the Dark, You, Atypical, and Restaurants on the Edge. All right, what's You? Uh, You is the one with the... Oh, You. Yeah, I know it. I know what it is. I was thinking of the letter U, not the word Y O U. Right. Sorry. And and what is Netflix again? (laughs) (laughs) Could you please? No. Uh, no, so that's your your list of suggestions. Yep. We should all do our list of, of suggestions. W- w- yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, as far as shows to, and, uh, to and check out. movies and everything that you've been sitting on. Uh, and yeah. and, and it, the more the merrier. Because people now, people who have sort of said, hey, well, what are you, any suggestions? But they yeah. might have flippantly said it before. Now they're serious. They want suggestions. Well, I think we all loved what? Um, on Amazon Prime, The Boys? The Boys. I just uh, recommended that to our, a listener, Bob, who is a, a big fan of this stuff. So, yes, The Boys is amazing. Yeah, That's Amazon incredible. Prime. Then The Umbrella Academy is Netflix. Netflix. Yep. Okay. And yep. then uh, I'd like to make a recommendation now as well. Uh, on Amazon Prime, uh, there's a, sh- um, a series called Zero, Zero, Zero. 
It is um, basically it's it's drug trade stuff. Yeah, but it it follows you know basically three different stories you know, on three different uh, countries. So I it's a flipper flop with cocaine. Right? It is not flipper flop. Oh uh, man, there's another one, man. If you can get hometown on HGTV, yes, I love yeah. that show. Yeah, and if you didn't watch Jack Ryan or Marvelous Mrs. Maisel yes. or Handmaid's Tale or any of these ones that have that have been critically acclaimed that you didn't get around to. Now might be the time to actually see those. We should all up. come up with our own list. Let's so people do that. Can yep. See what yeah. we're watching or, or what we would suggest. Okay. That was a good list, there, Kathy. Yeah. Oh, we're not done yet. Oh, please! Oh, oh my God! It's a bumper crop of Corona activities. <laughs> so we talked about this earlier in the week, but doing some sort of home project. So uh, my sister-in-law is painting a room and she's refinishing a table and chair. So if you have something that's been on your list that you really just haven't had time for, now's the time to do it. And as we said before on YouTube. There is a video of someone doing exactly what you want to do, giving step-by-step instruction on how to do it. Yeah. And they there's a video of them using the same tools you have at your home to do it. Yep. Um, and if it's something, you know, maybe you don't have the materials, you know, you can't, you're not, you can't build something right now. But uh, easy. You can declutter the house. You can organize a closet. You can rearrange or redecorate a room. So I'm going back through my closet. I do this. Um, I try to do it at least once a year. But I'm going back through my closet. I'm going to, you know, declutter and get rid of a bunch of stuff and then reorganize it. Well, my friend uh, Dan over at his house when when we would get because we, we'd hang out in his basement all the time. And like every three or four months, we would rearrange the furniture <laughs> just to change it up. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. And it can it can actually make you want to go into a room uh, yeah. that you normally don't spend much time yeah. in just by moving things around a little bit. Yeah, my son actually asked me last night if we could rearrange his room today. Yeah. Uh, and on any other normal day, I'd be like, no, I've already rearranged your room like three times. But now I'm like, yeah, it gives me something to do. Make bunk yeah. beds using hockey sticks. <laughs> do that. All right. You guys know I love my do-it-yourself project, so uh, I feel like you can get a head start on your Easter decorations. Uh, I have a couple of links on here. Uh, You can make an Easter wreath. Uh, They have these really cool, uh, you just take the plastic eggs that everyone still has in their house, already has in their house, not like you need to go out and buy it. Uh, You wrap it with twine. You just use hot glue, and you can make these, uh, you know, really nice Easter decorations. So there's a few links there to do-it-yourself decorations that you can make at home. Good housekeeping. (laughs) 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 This is also something we talked about the other day, trying something new. I said I was going to try to cook something. Uh, I haven't done that yet, but I am going to get on that. You're thinking about it really hard. I'm thinking about it really hard, (laughs) uh, but we'll see how that goes. But something else you might want to do is learn a language. So there's plenty of apps and online programs. If there's a language that you've always wanted to try to learn, now might be a good time to do it. There are a couple of ones that people always default to, like, Rosetta Stone and some other, the, the other, but there's some other ones out there that that, that employs you know similar methodology, yep. uh, and and you probably have enough time now to actually start it to, because if you don't use it for a little bit, you will lose it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also there's an app called I think it's called Duolingo, and my brother yep. uses it, and you basically you can kind of turn it into a competition. So if you and other family members have this app. Because my brother's trying to learn Portuguese because his wife is from Brazil. Right. And um, and I, I believe what he's been doing is he's, like, competing against other people um, you know, to, like, learn words and phrases and all that stuff. So, uh, oh, that- sorry. Corona activities.
is. Well, we're actually still under the try something new, but oh. that's so. Um, how about learn to play an instrument? We talked about uh, you know yes. people wanting to learn to play guitar or drums. So the Garage Band School out of Glenside is offering FaceTime music lessons, so you can take one-on-one lessons if you'd like. They're also doing classes and tutorials on YouTube Live, and you can check out their Facebook page for more information. Okay, I like the idea of doing the FaceTime Live with a teacher because. While you can watch instructional videos, and there are plenty, like Steve said, on YouTube for any instrument that you want to learn, what you need is that teacher interaction feedback when you do have questions or you aren't getting something quite right and they can see what you're doing and maybe pass it along. But if you don't have the opportunity to get with a live teacher, at least you can get the basics out of some videos on YouTube. I do recommend that. Kathy, there's a place called Music Training Centers, MTC. There's one in Ardmore, and they're doing the same thing. And then you have to pay for it. It's you know, You're paying for the lessons, but they will teach you piano, whatever uh, instrument you want to play, and they'll do it from their studios to your house. By the way, just so Zach, who does our imaging here for the the, the cluster, he's a, he's a genius. He did the morning show intro and all this stuff. His, his, his talent is unbelievable. But he just, he was marveling at you have GarageBand, more than likely if you have a Mac on your computer, mm-hmm. the stuff you can do with that, the stuff you can put together, the, the things that are already right there. If you want to record a podcast or whatever, it's sitting right there at the ready. So even if you're just a beginner or an easy musician, he's using it. Take that out for a spin. Yeah. Uh, and then one other thing, um, which uh, I think we forgot on the, the website, we'll get it posted, but um, there's a list, that there, and I have the link there, but there's a list of 450 Ivy League courses that you can take online for free. Rochelle was telling me about this. If you wanted to take a Harvard class yeah. or Princeton or wherever that may be, you can take these classes. And they're and free. you can say that you attended Harvard. Yeah. Well... I could say I failed an online course yeah. from Harvard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At Harvard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, but it's 450 <laughs> classes. I mean, there are a lot of things on there, something you, you may have been thinking about or, or something that you're just interested in. Uh, 450 classes. So there, there's a link. We'll add that to uh, wow. to the website. Okay. Uh, okay, so moving on. Okay. Corona activities. I found this. It's really cool. It's an online coding class for kids. So there are different hour-long classes for kids from kindergarten to 12th grade to teach them to code. They can create video games, develop an app, and a bunch of other classes. And oh, there's I, no future in that. <laughs> right? But I, yeah. but Jace has been asking me uh, forever. I, I, I want to make my own video game. want to make my own wow. video game. I found this. I'm like, here you go. Told him about it, and he he said, he's like, I'll sit down and do it. So he hasn't done it yet? Not yet. Please, no, please let, let me know how that... I will. Yeah, cause, because if you can learn to code, oh my God. Right? Um, by the way, all these... Uh, items on Kathy's list of Corona activities is available on PrestonSteve.com if you want to check that out. Unbelievable. Yeah. Up next. Oh, hold on. I'm not ready. Corona activities. <laughs> the Handwork Studio. Have you guys heard of this? It's in Narber. I did some handwork last night, but I'm not sure it's the that, same. Nope. Nope. How long nope. did it last, Steve? Nope. Rewind it. Well, Stop it. Stop it. It was kind of tense with everything going on. <laughs> okay. About ten minutes. So anyway, Wait. they're offering creative instructions to help kids uh, keep, keep the routine going and uh, creative time is what they're calling it. Every day at 10 a.m., they'll do a 30-minute Facebook Live class, and uh, they basically guide you and your child through making projects using household items. So, again, you don't have to go out for anything. I so, love it. For example, the other day, they used uh, toilet paper rolls, and they did a project with the toilet pre- the toilet paper rolls. All right, so that's very cool. Uh, and uh, honestly, for... for uh... I can't even imagine what it's like if you're if you're working from home and you're having to do the homeschooling and with all the kids and all that stuff. This at least gives you options of things to do to keep it moving along. Exactly. Uh, by the way, the most recent um, uh, social media thing I've seen using a toilet paper roll. Have you guys seen people trying to uh, drink a drink with the toilet paper roll? No. Oh my god! <laughs> it's just 
To use it as a straw? Basically use okay. it as a straw. People choke to death. It's uh, the I best. Imagine. People choke to death. Let's watch people choke to death. Cool. All right, so next up we have kids' crafts. Activity. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, so I have a, a few suggestions here with the link uh, on how to do it. But um, sundials, you can make your own sundial with the kids. Uh, a mandala, which I thought was really cool. It's actually used in art therapy. Oh, a, a, a mandala? Yeah, a mandala. Yeah. You can go, you go, so you can use anything. You can use stuff from inside the house or I like, you know, if they go outside and they pick things in nature. But you can pick like rocks, uh, pine cones, shells, flowers, berries. And you basically, um, you, you start in the center with a circle with a larger item uh, or a group of items and then you build what they suggest is five rings around it but it's used in art therapy and it helps calm kids down. My first agent in stand-up comedy ever, a guy named Lou Stevens, used to do mandalas all the time for that express purpose, Kathy, for as as a contemplative thing to do as a as a meditation. Yeah. Wow. And they were really they were gorgeous. Interesting. Yeah, and so today not a beautiful day, so you can you can use stuff from inside the house too. Um there's a picture on here. Uh somebody used the the matchbox cars, but you can use marbles, Legos, buttons, nerf darts, anything. I'm I'm gonna recommend this. Uh it's it's something that I stumbled across uh not too long ago and um it was from, I got the idea from uh, the book, uh, Ready Player One. Is this a corona activity? Kind of, sort of. It's just oh, yeah. Something like, well, yeah. Uh, so, uh, in in the book, Ready Player One, uh, they, they go through a lot of different text-based games, um, which uh, sound really, really boring, but once you start playing them, they're kind of intriguing. So, there's one called Zork. It was one of the Zork. first. Yeah. So, yeah, you oh, remember yes. that? I absolutely. So, these are... Text-based games would be like you go to the door, you you unlock yeah. the door. There's a house. Right. You're standing in front of it. To the west is a is right. a large rock, and then you just have to type in simple commands, as in you know like uh, uh, walk east, uh, and it will say you've reached a mailbox. Right. Uh, open mailbox, and you you eventually have to. There, there's a, an adventure that goes along with this, and I found it bizarrely compelling. This is all going on in your head. I only I should go back and revisit because when they when they first came out, I I played a Lord of the Rings text based games. Yeah. Go to the door. There is no door. Yeah. Go to the chair. There it, is no. It but can one, be frustrating once but. you get the um. Once you get the idea and you're you're a little bit more aware of the world you're in, it is actually very fun. Yeah. So if you if you do a search just on on text based uh, you know video games, yeah, uh, you can find a list of them and uh, and they're usually free. They're just you know uh, they're set up for your entertainment and, and that's a kind of a cool way to to kill some time. So that's a sort right. of a Corona activity. <laughs> All right. uh, so a few more uh, crafts or activities that you can do with the kids. Uh, this is like if you're daring. I'm not sure I would actually do this one, but it did look cool. So I added it to the list. But let your kids fill their water guns with paint and then <laughs> take them outside and let them. Excuse me? And you let them spray, uh, you know, if you have poster board or uh, some oh. sort of paper. <laughs> oh, do some artwork. Okay. Do some yeah. artwork. Not No, not to like have a uh, paint a fight. paint fight. No. Okay. No. Yeah, no. You use that turpentine for that. Yeah. 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 No, then you really need to have children that you can trust with. Right. With a pink gun. Yes. <laughs> you know, you might as well just hand them regular loaded guns at that point. Uh, so, also, you can make a mini terrarium. Uh, so, if you use, like, a, a mason jar or a fish bowl, uh, and if you have some succulents left in your house, maybe from uh, your holiday activities. Oh, I do have some succulents left <laughs> over, and I've always wanted to make a mini terrarium. 
Uh, that's something you can do with the kids. Uh, and a bead bowl. So this suggestion came from our friend Meredith. A uh, bead what? A bead bowl. I read it as a bread bowl, and I was like, what? how are you making this? No, a bead bowl. So if you have a daughter, you you, you have those, like, bags of beads where they make the bracelets, the necklaces, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of that. And then it goes unused. They get bored, and you yeah. don't use the beads anymore. But it was you, a big trend for a while. So yeah. you actually put them uh, in a baking dish, and you, you bake them, and you can make a bead bowl. Oh, huh. so they melt together. Yep. And then when you're done and it cools, you take it out of the bowl that you melted it in. I would test it on a bowl that you probably are not that concerned about. (laughs) Yeah, and Uh, and, uh, make sure that mommy's around before you melt this stuff. Yeah, and uh, but that's kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, I like that, Kath. Cool, right? I I also said I'm not exactly sure if this one works, so if you do try this, uh, tag me, because I I, want to see if it works, and I also want to see your fails. Okay, I like it. And then the final thing that I would suggest, which is easy, and at least for me, I have a boy, an eight-year-old, science experiments. That will keep him entertained for so long. He loves doing this Does stuff. he? Yes. Yeah. And, and there's easy ones that we've all done a number of times, but every time I bust it out, he's still into it, still loves to do it. But the volcano, the elephant toothpaste, and the rock candy. Elephant wow. Toothpaste. All right, I'm going to add another Crona activity, yeah. if you don't mind, Kathy. Do you have stuff in the kitchen coming up, cooking or anything along those no, lines? No, that was... No, that was the something this new is that it? I was going to try. You th- oh. I can't really give cooking suggestions. All right. Well, I, w- I would recommend what my son Carter has been doing been doing the last three days, and I mean nonstop. When we're done, I'm going to give you. I'm going to take a picture and show you guys what all he's been doing. But he has been uh, making jellies and jams, and also pickling as well. Oh and you can God. you can find easy information online or or a book. Uh, no problem. About how to go about it. It's easier than you think it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, this was, that was just the first day. Wow. Uh, Where do you see? How, how the hell? How did how you look out like that? He has come up with. He is just non-stop. <laughs> son of a bitch. Because grocery stores are open, and obviously you can go there and buy the things that you're going to need uh, to either pickle or to uh, to make preserves and jams and jellies and stuff like that. But you would not believe how much stuff he has created. And you say it tastes fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. He's made... Blueberry and lime uh, jam. Uh, he made uh, rhubarb strawberry, uh, mango raspberry. Uh, he, d- he did a plum one yesterday. He also did a jalapeno jelly yesterday. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. By the you way, know- he also knits. He made a made you a. He made Burt Kreischer a hat. At the Cardboard at the Classic, cardboard he made classic. him a you, cap. You know your wife is going, this is why I kept all the mason jars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and Preston, uh, what- we just made some uh, some pickles. We're going to be pickling uh, uh, green beans, uh, tomatoes. Man. We're even going to do some pickled watermelon rind because he's going to use the watermelon to make a jelly. And then we're going to use the rind to pickle that. All right, so what is the difference between jelly and jam? Literally, legitimately, the difference between jelly and jam is jelly is made with the juice of the fruit, okay? Only the juice, and the jam has the pulp of the fruit in it as well. So you would mash up the strawberries and leave everything in I'm a jam fan. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, Why don't you, you, if you want to write something up, uh, some suggestions, we could just add it as your... um, All right. This is an ever-expanding list, and we call upon you. If you have anything that you're doing in your home or whatever, please let us know, because uh, why the hell not? Exactly. And all of the Corona activities are on PrestonandSteve.com. And, uh, yeah, that's what I have. Excellent. Nice work, Kath. That's a lot more. Uh, that's a very inventive. Some good stuff. And I didn't think about all the uh, the places that are doing live videos, yeah. like the Elmwood Park Zoo and uh, um, the musicians that are giving lessons. Yep, and, the garage band. And yoga. And, and I think it's 
there's something about that live interaction that uh, that will motivate you. Like you said, Kathy doing the yoga, um, you know, yeah, you can pull up YouTube videos. But if there's right. an appointment time and there's a group setting, uh, even though it's not really a group, but there are more people you just know on board, you're more likely to participate, I think. Yeah. And you know what? So the soul yoga is uh, where I go to practice and, and that's where who's doing the online classes. But she plans to keep it free. Like, you know, and we talked about this, like a lot of her instructors, well, all of her instructors are not being paid now because they're not doing classes. But she said she's going to continue to do it, do it free. And here's another thing that we've been doing at home. And actually, we started doing it several weeks ago, but it's continuing on and now. And uh, it, we have Dave, who's on the line, who, who's currently been playing Risk at home. And he's like, board, board games are a really good way to kill time, except for Steve. Yes. <laughs> uh, but we've been doing puzzles for the yeah. past several weeks. And uh, that kind of is a background thing. It's always on the table. And every now and then, if, if you just kind of find yourself bored, you go over and you kind of pick at it a little bit. Or sometimes we'll all be sitting around working on it at the same time. Um, and I've found those fascinatingly uh, comforting and, really? and enjoyable. And so you may already have a puzzle or two laying around the house. And uh, if you do get work started work on that one, maybe order a couple others online, have them delivered to the house. We bought three from Amazon two days ago. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Our weekend activity is going to involve puzzles. I told Rochelle, I'm like, we could go out and get more puzzles. She's like, we have four that we haven't done yet. I'm like, okay, we're good. And I All said, right. we can, and we can swap with you guys. Yeah. You yeah, can yeah, bring yeah. them into work. We have to we'll disinfect them, though, and put them in a big bag. <laughs> we'll trade our... We just uh, spray it down with uh, some Lysol or whatever. Yeah, we actually... Um, there were three or four... <laughs> Uh, puzzles that were given as gifts around Christmas time, so right. we, we have a few that we can choose from. Yep. Can right. uh, and I see some calls are coming in. We we need to take a break though, uh, but you can um, uh, you can email information. We can add these to the list, please. Yeah, sure. if yeah. you'd like. We'll, we'll, this is ever evolving. Yep. And uh, and then eventually this will be over, and maybe these are things you'll do after. Yeah, quite possible. And maybe learning that language. Uh, maybe you'll yeah. become a a, a preserve and jelly. Uh, Baron of industry, Captain of industry, yes. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back in just a moment or two. We are going to talk to Jack Osborne in a little while. And uh, we got some other things to get to, so make sure you stay with us. We'll return in just a moment. This weekend, when most will be home practicing social distancing, well, maybe except with the Grubhub guy, 93.3 WMMR presents our Stay Home and Rock Weekend. Because when your neighbors have sucked up all the internet bandwidth on Netflix, we bring you everything that rocks without buffering or having to answer. Are you still watching? The Stay Home and Rock Weekend from the station whose joy for life and listeners is contagious. Really? That's the word you want to use? 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Real quick, I, I want to mention something. Uh, some friends of ours uh, were on vacation when the uh, the the outbreak happened and, oh, and all boy. the restrictions came. Hey, dude, they're in Honduras. Oh my! Oh, that's wonderful. And they're stuck in Honduras. Can they drive back? Is I, that even an option? I, I dude, I, I don't think so. No. So here's the deal. So they are they're going to be on CBS three tonight because they're stuck there. No kidding. And they wow. had their they they have their niece with them uh, who is a teenager. And they apparently, this is according to a Facebook post that uh, his name is John D'Alessandro had had posted uh, that said, hey, everybody, I'm going to be on um, uh, 69 News this morning and CBS 3 tonight. Get this story out to the media. Maybe the only way to convince uh, United and American Airlines to send planes. Hmm. He said, the truth is they may not send planes because of profits. They would have to send them down empty to bring us back and they might not do it. 
Uh, so they want people to, to make some noise about it. So they're, they're going to be on uh, uh, the, the news tonight about that. But, yeah, they're stuck. I don't know what the status is as far as, like, where they're staying or <laughs> anything along those lines. But, yeah, wow. it's uh, not a good time to be, no. abroad. be caught out of the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or to do any traveling, really. I mean, yeah. I, I was talking to Steve, who works down the hall. Uh, Steve Vassilotti, and he had to cancel a trip this weekend, and it was relatively easy for him to do with Southwest, but he also booked something through Expedia, and that took him uh, two hours on hold. Yesterday. I, I was supposed to be uh, visiting my dad, who's 94, right. in right. Uh, Texas this uh, weekend, and Preston, you were going to be visiting your mom, who actually had a uh, a fall recently yeah. yep. and is in really a compromised condition. My dad is in good health. But you just don't want to be the vessel that brings the disease to yeah, someone. I mean, you know, we were going to take a vacation in a few weeks, and uh, I was planning on going to Death Valley and Sedona, and um, I, I was I felt okay about that trip itself, like yeah. being out in the desert. I think would be some good social distancing, um, but um, I don't think flying is the right idea right now. So I, I'm pretty sure we're going to cancel well, you, that trip. You just got a whole list of new Corona activities. I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, sorry. You guys are outdoorsy people. You could just go drive and camp. And yeah, I was thinking like that, that as well. Yeah. It's a nice yeah. alternative. Yeah, I mean, uh, camping around here is is feasible. I, I was really looking forward to exploring places out there, but, you know, it's just not really a possibility. Right? And like that was going to be when? In a couple weeks? That was our spring break uh, trip. Yeah, the week yeah. before Easter. So uh, I don't think the flights are, are a good idea at that and, point. Yeah. And then as you set up your tent the next morning, you wake up and there's a tent right next to yours. Yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah, right? <laughs> And they're closing campgrounds and national parks all over the places. So um, most national parks are still open. yeah, and actually it's interesting that you brought that up, Nick, because the Secretary of Interior has directed the National Park Service to waive entrance fees at all national parks that remain open during the coronavirus pandemic. And that has tried to help people actually to get outside. To space out. To be in, yes, wide open spaces and uh, to be able to enjoy to roam around a little bit and not have to worry about too much uh, personal contact with them. See that people. picture yesterday of the, uh, the grizzly bear and the, the cubs with the uh, surgical masks on? No. <laughs> it was just crazy. My dad was out riding his bike in a park, and they told him he couldn't be there. He had to go home. Yeah. Which park? State park? Uh, he was in Norristown. The Nor- I think it's Norristown. The I guess. park? Wait a second. Yeah. It's the yeah. guy who banged Janice Chapel. Let him go. <laughs> Let him go. He said he was the only one there. Guy came up, had a sign that said closed on it, and he said closed means closed. You have to go. Because uh, I, I, I heard, heard that uh, all the state parks were closed. Yes. Okay. See, I would think parks are exactly where you want to be. That's I mean, right. generally, the, when when people are at parks, they're keeping quite a bit of distance. They're telling you to do that. So to go outside is, is an essential thing. So as the weather gets nicer, that's actually, a lot in a lot of cases, why flu season dies. So people say, well, because it's warmer. No, people are, are, are less yeah. cramped. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, interesting. All right. Well, you know what? I have some... I have some junk drawer stuff. Let's but, do it. But it's it's kind of all Corona-based junk drawer stuff. That's but it's not all. It's not doom and gloom. I'll start. I'll start with one on a more serious note because right. this is an important message. And <coughs> oh god, that sounded disgusting. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Was that the Gary Lauer? Yeah. Oh, that's the- <coughs> oh, oh my god. god. So, I, just- I think so. These are all like like. Uh, wait, <coughs> Gary Lauer is still worse. Oh dear! Gary Lauer's still worse than that. <laughs> yeah, play the Gary. Oh, oh my God! By the way, we, we can stop. I mean, anyway. yeah, that's enough. Fine. Which, by the way, we do need to do a wellness check on Gary and see how he's doing and what his status is. For so. some reason, I re- I'm totally resistant. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got that blood. He's yeah. like Will Smith, yeah. and I am Legend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. It must must be because of the third testicle. Uh, speaking of blood, and this is the serious thing that I'm going to pass along, the American Red Cross says donors dro- donor drives across the country have been canceled at an alarming rate, and the organization now faces a severe blood shortage. I'm going to try to get out on Monday because there is a drive in my community. I'm doing likewise next week, Preston. Okay. Uh, and uh, the organization now faces a severe, a severe blood shortage. Um, so that's something you can do safely. They take the precautions. Yes. And uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, as of this past Tuesday, the Red Cross said about 2,700 blood drives had been canceled because of concerns about people gathering at workplaces, college campuses, and schools, all places where drives typically take place. Can you go to the um, like the Red, the Red Cross. Cross themselves? I have done that before. I have not done that since I've lived here. This is before, you know, so it was like, you know, 25 years ago. I have done that, but Case, I don't know the full-on okay. uh, particulars uh, of doing that. They're close because I'm in Mount Airy, so that's, you know, that's, that's not that bad for me to get into the city and go to the actual Red Cross, um, you know, office there. I had been talking with uh, Anthony Tornetta uh, yeah, from me too. the Red Cross. Because I, I text him about, and he, he sent me back a, a list of blood drives. Okay, do you want me to get him on by any chance? Just sure. To kind of, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. Cool. yeah, that'd, yeah, that'd be certainly. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I have other things. I just wanted to mention that because that's important. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Disgusting. Don't do that. Uh, so. In any time, even outside of pandemics, oh. Gary clearing his throat. No. Uh, people are putting up their Christmas lights. <gasps> I I just saw this. Did you, did you actually see some lights? I or. S- because so, I saw some lights on the way into work this morning. So my, my cousin, who was just on the activities list, Buddy, um, his neighbors across the street, he posted a picture, and they put their Christmas lights back up. As yeah. a corona activity? I don't know. Exactly. What is it? Yes. So they're encouraging others to do the same. The idea is that twinkling, colorful lights will lift spirits during these dark times. Oh. Uh, and it doubles as a social distancing activity because people can admire the lights from the safety of their own homes or cars, mm. and you can go and drive around and look at the Christmas lights if you want to, uh, which is interesting. And if you Listen, want to do that, it's great. Yes. I'm not going to do it. But... I agree. I, I'm, I'm not. However, I do have a light outside that projects all sorts of things on the side of the house. Maybe do that. I think I might do that. I'll turn that on. Little hypodermic needles. And, yes. And, uh, masks. Snots. Stuff like people that. People doubled over. Uh, no, so so some people are participating in this, I guess. Uh, this has kind of started to go, you know, you, you can, you'll see photos on social media and so Annabelle on. But is doing I, it. I don't know how, how many people are doing it locally or not. But I just took mine down. Though. We'll see. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not going to do it. No. I, I love it. Yeah. I think it's a great thing, If it, as you said, for all the reasons you said, Preston, but I just took everything down. Was yeah. it the uh, the Christ the Redeemer or uh, one of the main statues in Brazil? Yes. They, they lit that up last night. And yes, they, they did. That looked beautiful. And they were using like a flashing light sequence that made the uh, made the Christ look like uh, he was doing the Charleston. Oh, really? They can do that. Brazilian technology. Uh, let me see what else from the junk drawer, from the corona drawer. <laughs> NASCAR may have suspended its season through May 3rd, but it's not putting the brakes on racing. The motorsports body has announced a partnership with iRacing to hold a series of simulated races. Yes, we were told about this by a number of racers, that this is the simulator they use most often when they're, like, at home or on the road. That will include several NASCAR Cup drivers. So they're using actual simulators? We have had we have had racers in here. who've. That's because I know because I bookmarked it. I forget which one in particular told us that when racers... 
outside of any available racing game, the one that they use the most that they feel is closest, as close as you can get, is the iRacing stuff. No kidding? Yeah. Okay, because I thought this was just, uh, you know, like on PlayStation or something like that. But you may be right, iRacing. Um, so the series comes after iRacing organized the Replacements 100 this past Sunday to fill the gap caused by the cancellation of the NASCAR Cup race at Atlanta Motor Speedway. The well-received event was live-streamed on Twitch and featured several Cup regulars and crew members, including Bubba Wallace, Alex Bowman, William Byron, and Josh Williams. Um, iRacing currently runs a dedicated e-NASCAR series uh, competed by full-time esports drivers and teams, which will continue alongside uh, the Invitational Series. And Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Clint Bauer, Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. have already committed to the limited series. Yeah, President, here it is. And if you look at the, at the top, it says next line race, global slim racing. So they have all these different channels, all these different types of courses. And uh, it's pretty cool. Wow. Okay. That would seem to me to be the sport that could come back the fastest without people in attendance, right? Like without an audience there, it, because you I can't hear the crowd anyway. Well, yeah, and and I I've been in NASCAR races. They're a great time, but you don't need to be at a NASCAR race to enjoy it. You don't need to be at any sport to enjoy it on television. But uh, it would seem to me that NASCAR would translate the best without an audience. Probably, there. yeah. But I, I don't think they do it because NASCAR needs those ticket sales. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah. Wrestling works just fine, doesn't? <laughs> no, but you're dark. You're, Justice. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about hundred thousand people in a crowd, yeah, and that's that's a lot of money to be lost for you know the owners of the race. But if you're gonna, like that. you can still yeah. have it on TV and, and sell advertising, and, and people would be Good clamoring point. for any uh, sports on you, TV at this and point. Any bit is something. And yeah. you, you're yeah. right, Nick. Though, as far as being able to pull it off, right, without an audience, and have you watch on TV and still find it not weird, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You just could, make you sure that watch the, the drivers keep their windows rolled yeah. up, Preston. No, um, so. You know, I was thinking about that as well, Nick, and there would just have to be some sort of revenue share agreement between the uh, the racetrack and the, the the TV companies and stuff like that. Yeah, because the racetracks themselves are still sellable points, too. Yes, right? you they know, are. If you can do it in, in the, the Monster Mile or whatever, you can advertise it that way. But you're right. I mean, you're losing out a lot of revenue of people not being able to attend. But I think any incremental uh Return to normalcy is a good thing. Also, entertain the notion that people that might not be converts at this point, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, might dabble because they're looking for something to Anything, uh, check out. Yeah, uh, and then like all- Kathy's Corona activities. <laughs> yeah, we were also surprised when uh, when the Players Championship was canceled as well because I thought, well, golf courses. I mean, that is just. It is wide open. You get rid of the gallery, and um, you know all you need are the golfers, the caddies, and and the judges and stuff like that. Yeah, Uh, and then and then you'd be fine. But by the way, press, were you saying that are are golf courses closed? No, I thought Rochelle had said something. She thought that uh, the course that I play is Letterock Golf Club that they were closing, and and they're not. They're open. I've seen people. I've seen groups out there every day because yeah, golf. I'm like you. I think you need to close golf courses. It's yeah. pretty distance-oriented uh, activity. And it's so yeah. say, saying groups of 10 or less. You, yeah. You know, what, what, when was the last time you went golfing with a party of 50, Preston? Yeah, exactly. Well, so my actually, I was talking to my friend yesterday on the phone, and he was like, oh, man, when this all gets, you know, um, under control, I'd love you know, to hang out with you. I said, we, we can go and play tennis. He's like, yeah, but, like, what about, you know, like, you know, you know, the balls. You might get germs on my balls. Well, I said, well, why don't we just mark balls and you can only serve with the balls that you've marked and I can only serve with the <laughs> balls that I've marked. And that way I'm not actually touching your balls. 
with my hands. And he won't touch your balls. And he's not touching my but balls with his hands. post-match sex? You'll have to, do, yeah, you can't do that. Marissa? Uh, my boyfriend went golfing yesterday, and he said that there was no flags in any of the holes, and there was no rakes in the sand pits. Okay. Oh, so, now like, that's they've dumb. taken away everything that has human or multiple person interaction. That's really dumb because you need the flag when you play golf. You absolutely. How do you need see it. where it is? Yeah, you want to. You don't want to just put it on the green. You want to put it close to the hole. It's better than nothing. Well, well, yeah. I guess can... that's yeah. In that regard, what? what I mean, you... just play with the flag in the hole. You know. Yeah, you can. And by the way, you don't have to take. They're, they're, they took away the rule that says you have to take the flag out anyway. Yeah. So. I just sound like Doctor Mike there. By the way, please. Play with the flag in the hole. Yeah, yeah. in the damn hole. And your wife goes swabbing. You're going to end up with some guy. Named Rico Suave. All right, let me go to uh, Anthony Tornetta of the Red Cross is on the line. He's the uh, the head viceroy over there nowadays. <laughs> he is. Now, hey, Anthony, how you doing? Hey, guys, how are you? Good, Good. to talk to you. Hey, you too. We were just talking about the uh, the potential issues with uh, the, the blood uh, supplies. Yeah, um, you know, over the last uh, couple weeks, we've seen approximately 4,600 blood drives canceled across the entire country. Um, that, to give you an idea, that's about 150,000 blood donations that have not happened. Um, and so, you know, this coronavirus is really impacting the, the, the blood supply, and, and we're doing a good job of getting the word out, talking to programs like yours, but... Um, you know, we need all the help we, we can get. Well, let me ask a few questions I'm sure is on uh, people's minds as far as that goes. So uh, there are, 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 are there currently blood drives on, on, this, on the calendar that you're still executing? Yes. And, uh, and the easiest way to, to find them, again, redcrossblood.org, you type in your zip code. And I think Preston and I texted yesterday, I sent him a quick screenshot. But right. depending on what your zip code is, those blood drives will look a little bit different. And it's not going to be as robust as it has been you know, in years past or, or even months ago. Um, so it is a kind of a augmented schedule, but there definitely are still blood drives open. Now, I tweeted out yesterday that, that it's my understanding you guys are going to extraordinary lengths to maintain, um, you know, uh, uh, obvious uh, issues as far as being in a compromised position. What are you doing exactly to ensure someone's safety when they come in to donate blood? Yeah, so when you come into a blood drive now, you're going to get your temperature checked. Um, And then when we go through the health history part of it, we're going to ask you specific questions um, about travel and where you've been, making sure you're not um, in any of the the hot zones of the impacted area initially. And then we are practicing social distancing. So not only are we making sure that there's proper distance between donors, but we're also – we're also going to, in the, uh, when you do come to a drive, we kind of, it's like a golf view. You guys are just talking golf, right? Every 15 yeah. minutes, it's forcing me going out. So we're spreading that distance out between donors so that you're not uh, on top of each other as you go through the process. Okay. All right. That, uh, that will certainly make people feel better. But listen, uh, blood is something we can't run out of. Uh, because no. it's it's vital every day. Corona will end, but uh, the need for blood will not. Oh yeah, but I mean, but right now since they're canceling these uh, these things, uh, you know, a lot of these drives, it's going to be become critical, and that's for people with all kinds of not just accidents and things like that, but there's transfusions yes. and surgeries and things like that that are happening every single day. Uh, you got it. Yeah. Okay. It's like you guys work for the Red Cross. How yeah, about that, huh? Yeah. Well, we got the damn jackets. We should know something. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, redcrossblood.org, correct, Anthony? Yes, sir. All right, man. Appreciate it. Good luck with everything. Hey, thanks, guys. Stay you you to bet. You Talk to you later. All right. Corona activity. That could be a corona activity. <laughs> Honestly. Very well could be. All right. Uh, let me dig back into the junk drawer. 
Uh, how about this? Uh, so some unexpected side effects from coronavirus on a positive note uh, are taking place. Take uh, Venice, one of Italy's biggest tourist attractions, usually heaving with visitors throughout the year. Right now, though, that the country is the whole country is on lockdown. Uh, and locals in Venice have noticed that the water in the city's canals have become much clearer with small fish even in no. visible swimming around. Hey, That's, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> That's like uh, Captain America in Endgame when he was like, oh, I saw a humpback whale in the uh, in the harbor today. That's right. Yeah. And all it took was half the universe being destroyed. <laughs> That's it. That's all. <laughs> Thanos was right. <laughs> uh, seven... I stand. I want whales to be back in the East River. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Really? So that's where you're killing everyone? Yeah, but whales are majestic. <laughs> <laughs> but you killed half of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, not people, but not now the we whales. Can see the half. half of all living creatures. Wait, did he kill puppies? There's a quick question to, for you. Was it, it's half of all life? Yeah. It did, was, right? Yeah. So it would have been half of all puppies. He killed, yeah. he killed kittens? Yeah, but you know what? He killed ticks, too. Oh. So. All right. And sharks, Casey. Yeah, and sharks. Oh. <laughs> and possums. Yeah, so keep that in mind. Anyway, uh, away from Thanos and uh, back to <laughs> Venice for a moment. Let's go to Venice. Uh, Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. Thanks for our honeymoon with the Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. T. Mrs. T? My actual name is Donnie Thanos. <laughs> I love her pierogies. <laughs> All right. Back to Italy. <sighs> Of this country. <laughs> uh, so several people around have uploaded uh, photos to Facebook, a Facebook group called Venezia Pulita, which, hey! which means clean Venice, uh, attracting comments from users. Now, while it may look pretty, the Venice mayor's office told CNN that the change is not actually due to improved water quality. It's not lack of pollution or anything like that. He says the water looks cl- now clearer. Uh, because there's less traffic on the canals. Allowing, Stirring up the muck. Allowing the sediment to yeah. stay at the bottom. I thought so. It's because there's less boat traffic that usually brings sediment to the top of the water surface. While water pollution may not have decreased, though, air quality has improved, according to the spokesman. Uh, he said the air, however, is less polluted since there are less uh, vaporetti and boat traffic than usual because of the restricted movements of residents. Here's so. the story. There's only a vaporetti. And so, so you don't see so good. Uh, so apparently it's it's making things look nicer. It makes it look much nicer. So. In Venice. I remember I, uh, many years ago I had a, a huge gentleman in my gondola. He was a purple. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he said he was a Thanos or something like this. Uh, but his wife, ooh, that was a mess. Mrs. T? Unbelievable mm. Mrs. T. But mm. they were in love. Uh, he kept talking something about a snap of the fingers and everyone dies. Uh, let's see what else I got here for you. Uh, here is an update about the symptoms uh, to keep an eye out for for coronavirus. The American College of Gastroenterology, based in Bethesda, is trying to push out an important message about how the virus is being transmitted and detected. The institute that represents thousands of doctors from around the world have been studying cases out of Wuhan and some cases in the U.S., and they found the coronavirus may present with it not only respiratory symptoms, which has been the main messaging, but with GI symptoms, mainly diarrhea. Oh! So throw diarrhea into the mix. It's coming out of Wuhan and Italy and other places that the GI tract plays a greater role uh, than thought previously. Wuhan! Uh, he said it is important to recognize that diarrhea 
may be more commonly seen early on in the presentation of COVID-19, and this is something we're not really accounting for. When we uh, take a history, we're looking at fever and respiratory symptoms, so people should be aware of this. He said this is significant because uh, the doctor says early detection is key. In some cases, could be missed. So about 50% of the 200 COVID-19 cases studied out of Wuhan had uh, presented diarrhea, even before respiratory symptoms showed up. All right, so what you're saying is if you're sitting in a Chevy and you feel something heavy. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you're laying in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't complete that one. All right. Uh, let me see what else I got here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones author George R.R. R. Martin said on his blog that he is using his time spent indoors to avoid the coronavirus and... Finishing the final novel of the Game of Thrones series. So this has motivated him to right. get, get ready to finish it up. How many novels in the series? I want to say that there are five. And this last one that he's working on, which we believe is the wrap-up to it all, correct? It will be, yes. Correct. How long has this been in the works? That's a good question. I forgot when the, the Dance of Dragons, which I believe was the last one, came out. But it's been several years. Several years. All right. So, it, how did the way the season? I mean, the series ended. Is that? Is that? No, no, no. Right, so that's no, way so they, they, they parted ways, right? Yeah, exactly. So they he wasn't going to finish it in time. So he sat down with uh, Weiss and uh, Lindelof and Lindelof. No, no, Benioff. No, Benioff. Benioff. Yeah. And uh, and they said, "Look, we we can't wait for you to finish this. We want we've got to finish this show." So they discussed things, and, and they came up. They presented an idea to him, and he was okay with it. Okay. But he may take a completely different direction. In fact, the books do take a completely different direction. There was I, – I listen, I loved the series all the way up until the end. There was one thing I would have added, perhaps, uh, to the very end. Monkey of, riding a dog? No. Oh, man, I didn't even think of that, Steve. What is that creature? No, and, and it's I – It's a simian atop a canine. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I've discussed it with uh, Preston and uh, Nick and Nick uh, about it. Uh, just I thought you know it would have been like a nice little capper uh, to the end of the story. Did oh what oh so can I talk because it kind of reveals the ending of the show. Well, no, because Steve hasn't watched it. He eventually wants to get around to it. Don't I know, so, so I don't want to. You, yeah. What you would like is that the cast sits around and they 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 find a camera and they look through the camera and they see all the pictures of the weird stuff they were doing. During Game of Thrones, right? No, 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 no that's not. But uh, I, when we get off air press, I'll, I'll tell you what I. Just in case you forgot, I okay. guess you're, you're right. Right now, the the resurgence of people who will probably visit this series, yeah. is probably high. So yeah, it's probably best not to. Spoil I've actually it. considered it. Yeah, are you going to revisit it, Preston? May, at some point. I mean, I I I I didn't mind the ending. Some people hated the ending, but oh, really, uh, yeah. No, I didn't. Listen, I didn't hate the ending at all. I just I yeah, thought you, there could have been one more little twist involving what character. That uh, skip, 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 and Biff. All right, and I'm just going to leave it at that. All right, so, so two more novels, Preston, are planned in the series. Uh, oh, The Winds of Winter and uh, A Dream of Spring. Okay, Winds of Winter, Dream of Spring. Uh, so he said, "Yes, I am aware that I am uh, very much in the most vulnerable population given uh, my age and physical condition, but I feel fine at the moment, and we are uh, taking all sensible precautions. I'm off by myself in a remote, isolated location, attended by one of my staff, and I'm not going into town or seeing anyone." Truth be told, I'm spending more time in Westeros than in the real world, writing every day. Things are pretty grim in the Seven Kingdoms, but maybe not as grim as they may become here. So, uh, what? how old is he? Uh, he's got to be in his 70s, early 71. 70s. 71. Yeah. And he's, he's obviously very obese. Uh, yes, actually. Yeah, right. yeah, big time. But he does, he does a lot of gymnastics. I know that. <laughs> 
He does the pummel horse and he does uh, oh my god uneven parallel. Uh, what what a talent though! I'm yeah. telling you, those books are fan freaking tastic. Uh, just you can't believe that worlds like that can create in someone's mind. And there are a lot of great authors that are the same way. They can just create these expansive, unbelievably huge worlds with these super complex stories that somehow or another wind together perfectly, and he's one of those. You know, yeah. I mean, how do you keep track of those, um, you know, complex... Yeah, Uh, beyond me. I'd get get angry at my own work. I'd be pissed off at it. Yeah. Uh, all right, anyhow, those are a few things uh, burning a hole in my junk drawer. So I yeah. thought I'd uh, get yeah, those out junk drawer. Yeah. and about to you. Yep. We need to take a break because we got a couple things coming up. we got the B-File and we have Mr. Jack Osborne. So we will break and come back. Stay with us. We won't be gone long at all. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Um... Hey, well, let's hang on to the traffic, Kathy, because our guest is on the line. We'll get back to that in uh, just a moment or two. Uh, but he is not only the co-host but executive producer of a program, uh, which the title alone ought to get you. Portals to Hell. Yeah, I've seen it. I love it. Yeah. Season two is on Fridays. You can find it at uh, 9 o'clock on uh, the Travel Channel. So let's get him on the line right now to tell us about these portals to hell. <laughs> uh, Jack Osborne. Is yeah. Hey, Jack, how you doing, man? I'm good, guys. How you guys doing? Doing very, very well. I, I We didn't get a chance to see you, but you were through Philadelphia uh, to cover Eastern State Penitentiary. Was that this this past year or the year before? <clears throat> that was uh, that was in 2019. That was, yeah. okay, that yes. Was, uh, 19, actually. Oh. No, it was about in 2018 we were there, the, uh, the, towards the end of the year. Now, that's... Christmas, because I, I took a... I posted a picture right in front of the big Christmas tree in Philly somewhere. Okay. Yeah. That would be probably our most well-known area to where, and, and we here on on the show have actually spent the night there. We've done uh, some pretty interesting, our, yeah. our own investigations of that. And that's, that is a, uh, that's a big one, man. That place is legitimately terrifying. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, honestly, out of anywhere that we've investigated, Eastern State is uh, probably my top five most kind of active. Well, I had the most experiences there. So we we um, were there, uh, Jack. With the so we actually it was a, a couple of times that we we did investigations, and we went up and and Preston will ver- validate and verify this. We went up with one of those EVP recorders. We had a local paranormal group leading the uh, the whole thing, where we're, they're asking questions and what was the temporary. Uh, housing for inmates that were going to be executed. They didn't actually ever have a death and execution uh, executions at Eastern State, but they would hold prisoners waiting to be executed. And you remember Preston? We asked a, he asked a question. Do you want us here? And so what happens is these things record, and then if there are no responses, they, they, you just hear question, 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 question on the playback, Jack. And we were standing in the room, and we yeah. didn't even hear this. On the playback, he says, do you want us here? And you hear loudly, no. Yeah. We were like, what? <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here right now. <laughs> and and uh, you're, you're saying that when I was up in that area, I I didn't want to go up there. And my producer was like, come on, let's just go up there for a minute. And while they were, I was like, all right, I need to leave. I need to leave. This place just gives me the creeps. The, you know the big hanging lights they have. There? Yes, yeah. It just it just started. Vibrating.
violently swinging above my head. Would, Jack, would would you say that you're you're a, you're a sensitive? Do you have um, have you know? Are, are do you think you're the kind of person who's um, receptive to this stuff? No, I, I don't. No, I, I don't think I'm like a, a a sensitive. I don't think I'm a medium or an empath. For me, it's just pure curiosity. And if anything, I'm more of a skeptic. Yeah, you know, I can't. Me and Katrina, um, who's my co-host, is actually a, a Philly native. Um, she is, uh, you know, we, we connect because we, you know, we, we're the ones that will call BS whenever we see it. And we try and poke holes in everything and try and figure out every plausible, you know, um, kind of explanation. Yeah. Yeah. That, that really is explainable. Yeah, um, I, 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 I like that approach. I, I think, I think if you approach it that way, because I mean, listen, I, I, Travel Channel has become the paranormal ghost stuff, and I, I love it. That's my thing. My wife's into the aliens, and you know, so I'm, I'm I'm on board for whatever. But there's like ghost adventures where those those dudes are seeing uh, ghosts at the Seven Eleven on the way to the haunted location. So um, you know, it, it's a little it's a little much. So I, I like I like a healthy level of skepticism. I don't know where I stand at it. I'm kind of excited and intrigued at the possibility. Is that sort of your take on these things? Kind of, yeah. I mean, we, you know, we, it, it does excite me because we don't know what it is. It's totally yeah. unexplainable. And people have been documenting haunting since written language became a thing in Mesopotamia. It's like people, we've always written about ghosts. So what is it? You know, I do have a theory that, you know, it, it could be some kind of, um, we're encountering some kind of energy spectrum that's creating hallucinations. That, and it's just, you know, we didn't know what x-rays were until about 200 years ago. What if there's another energy spectrum that we just don't know how to detect? Yeah, I, 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 always, I always default to sort of the notion that we're, listen, we're, we're bioelectric energy. You know, we're, we're, and once energy is created, we were led to believe it cannot be destroyed. So we don't know. I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean... Yeah. There is a, just an element of fun to entertaining the notion, whether you're – but the fact that you, you are uh, – you know, you guys will say, you know, you'll be cynical on things, that helps. Because when you think you have something, it usually seems pretty impressive. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and, and truth be told, you know, there are times that we go on investigations and we're told it's the most sinister, evil, craziest place. And it's not necessarily evil for our for, – in our experience, but yet we capture things that we're like – unexplainable we you know we were at a location in um in buffalo uh, called iron island and we were doing like a call out you know you kind of just throw questions out into the room right and we asked to, we asked this whatever was there can you turn up this flashlight on that we had on the ground and the freaking flashlight turned on <laughs> and we were like okay can you turn it off now and it turned off well i i opened the flashlight from the brand new package myself put batteries in it myself like there is nothing staged about it no one put any like remote you know right switch on it and i i cannot explain how or why a flashlight would turn on by itself upon request jack where does uh where does the rest of, of the osbornes fall in in their belief that the family that we got to know on the tv show because uh, you know what, what, what did you grow up with with stories of of people sharing, you know, ghost stories in their life, your mom, your dad, your sister, whoever? No, I mean, when we were kids, we would, like, mess around with it. But, you know, my 
my dad has, has never been fond of like Ouija boards. He's always been one to be like, don't ever do those. Bad. <laughs> How wild is that? Wow. How wild Jack. is that? <laughs> he's he's one of the because we, there are people who who believe. That you you f with an e- a Ouija board, you're you're going halfway. You're opening up the door, and uh, and and there are a lot of people who sincerely believe that, and it, it it's you, you need to respect that. But of all people, yeah, the that's darkness. <laughs> Don't touch that. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> wow, I had no idea. Uh, you were you were on a show, um, England Celebrity Haunted Mansion, and was that the name of it? Um, I, I would not, it, was, it was Ghost Ghost Hunt Live. Okay, and 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 you were with what, was it Jason Muse? Uh, with Jason Muse, he was my he was my roommate at one point. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, because yeah, I'm trying to piece together because this show sounds cool. I mean, you oh, Jason Hawes? No, you're talking about Jason Hawes from um um uh, uh Ghost Hunters. Uh, he did it with me. There we go. So Jason they must they must have had a misprint. Okay, okay. Uh, so you've 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 done a, a few of these things. And the woman that you're with, Katrina, is from Paranormal State, which was a show that was on, um, and you see, obviously locally, that was a very popular show. Um, the reaction to this series has been great. How, are, you know, are, do you have any planned run, or are you just going to keep going as long as there are locations to visit? Because I know yeah. you've gone around the world. Yeah, we. I mean, we've, we're just kind of trucking along with it now. You know, yeah. we've got we just shot eleven episodes. You know, unfortunately, we had to stop down because of. Well, you know, the world potentially, yeah. you know, contracting a virus. Um, uh, so I think we're going to start back up when when it's safe, and um, we've got another nine, uh, another seven episodes to do. All right, all right. Well, you got some shows in the can, and people can check them out Fridays nine o'clock on Travel yep. Channel. It's the second season, Portals to Hell, which is a brilliant <laughs> name, by the way. I love it. Uh, but uh, all right, Jack. Thanks for checking in. Give your dad, your family, our best, and we'll, we'll talk to you down the road. Okay. Will do. You guys take care. Appreciate it, man. Jack Osborne. Yeah. Right. Portals to hell. Isn't it wild? So he's producing all these things. He's pro- He produced this uh, series on his dad. And you remember the kid you first saw on the Osborne? He was a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and by that, uh, I mean, he, he was just... He was kind of a, a bit of a misfit, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and Remember he had the, the 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 military stock stuff. He had the uh, yeah. yeah the helmet and the rifle and all that. Yeah. Knife throwing. Yeah. And I mean, things his like that. Father was the Prince of Darkness, and and he's not allowed to play with a Ouija board. <laughs> like just like my mommy, my mommy said I couldn't play with a Ouija board too. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the funniest thing I've heard all day today. Uh, yeah. Is that. The freaking Prince of Darkness. <laughs> but, you know, it just goes to show Oz was playing a character. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was making a living out of it. I mean, all right, so I'm not really bald. This is a bald right, cat. Right, right, I'm right. just playing a character. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, we skipped the oh. NJM Insurance Group traffic, so let's go ahead and get that final look. Kathy, what's going on? In Plymouth Township, Butler Pike, uh, we've got an accident. It's right between Plymouth Road and Stenton Avenue. Also, uh, in Coatesville, Lincoln Avenue, near Route 30, an accident there off to the shoulder. Uh, other than that, there are some construction locations, but not really causing... Anything of a delay, 42 south at 55 right lane construction, 73 north at Styles have right lane construction. Uh, and then crossing the bridges, you're in good shape. This traffic report brought to you by High Leap. There's money available to help cover your PGW gas bill, but you have to apply to get it. Text the word WARM to 75308 PGW. Energy for all of us. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, so actually we need to take a break. Uh, so we'll come back. We'll get the B file. We'll do the trash, music news, lesson question, all that stuff when we return. So stay with us.
Preston and Steve. You can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You know what? We had skipped the bizarre files, so we have moved that until now. And I think we're going to get to that, and then we're going to do less in question music news and uh, trash and all that good stuff. So let's get into it. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Files. All right, a couple stories that I want to run by you. Uh, look, th- Although this one is not really weird, it is quite interesting. Uh, the coronavirus pandemic has caused a new record to be set. Inadvertently, it is for the world's longest commercial flight by distance. It happened after an Air Tahiti Nui plane that was forced to fly from French Polynesia to France in a nonstop 16 hours trip across 9,765 miles. Wow. So it has become wow. the longest uh, commercial flight. This is on Saturday. The flight left uh, Papiti. Papiti. Papiti Tahiti. Papayate Tahiti. At 3 a.m. local time and touched down at Charles de Gaulle uh, in Paris at 6.30 a.m. local time on Sunday. Uh, the flight usually stops in Los Angeles to pick up passengers and refuel with the new travel ban, which prohibits foreign nationals who have been in Europe to enter the U.S. Uh, and light passenger loads drove Air Tahiti Nui officials to fly straight to Paris. The Boeing 787-9 Dreamliner reportedly spent about 15 hours and 45 minutes in the skies. Uh, the flight broke the previous record set by Singapore Airlines, which was a distance of 9,534 miles that took place between Singapore and Newark, New Jersey. Uh, we are now leaving uh, beep, 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 beep. Uh, So it ended up being the longest flight. Wow. That's something. How about I, I this? would go stark raving mad, but yeah. Here's another uh, coronavirus uh, bizarre file story. A hardcore Disney fan who has visited California's Disneyland theme park every day for more than eight years. Wow. Ended his streak when the park temporarily closed. Aww. I mean, uh-huh. the guy does not miss a day. Disney announced that it was closing Disneyland amid the coronavirus pandemic on March 13th, meaning Jeff Wright's 2,995th consecutive day at the theme park was the last in his streak. Man, he was five away from 3,000 in a row. Man. How ripped into this thing. They should have just let him go in. The 47-year-old said he still plans to visit the park when it reopens. FM. That his streak is over and that he plans to seek a Guinness World Record. For Could you imagine? Could no. you, every day at Disney? For eight years. For every eight single years. day. That's, uh, that's insane. That's goddamn ridiculous. It's just for goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> Boone County deputies arrested a trio of men accused of stealing six cars from communities, robbing others, and using the money inside to go shopping in the Tri-County Mall. Deputies said one suspect, 18-year-old Jermaine Brown, tied himself to the crime by actually using a victim's credit card at a footlocker, but linked the purchase to his own footlocker rewards card. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't want to miss out on that. And that's how they found out that he was the uh, the guy who stole the credit card. Listen, this is a stolen card, but how do I link these points to my own membership? Uh, Brown faces multiple felony theft charges. Uh, he also used two victims' checkbooks to write himself checks for a total of $1,565 to be charged with two counts of forgery. 
Uh, 27-year-old Ukrainian chess champion and his girlfriend have been found dead in their Moscow flat, apparently poisoned by laughing gas, by nitrous oxide. Oh, they were they were doing that and they, they OD'd, and basically? Yeah. Well, not OD'd. I mean, like, you... You run out of air. If, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You you you're not getting oxygen if you're Jeez. breathing that that stuff. So well, they went out laughing. Stanislav <laughs> Bogdanovich and Alexandra Veronegora, also a top chess player, were found with balloons containing the gas nitrous oxide. The gas is inhaled using a balloon. You don't normally think a chess player is doing this kind of stuff. No, Russian investigators <laughs> uh, reported the deaths without naming the pair and said that there were no signs of foul play. Bogdanovich was a speed chess champion. Hmm. Uh, Gora was also a professional chess player and was studying at Moscow State University. That speed chess stuff is wild. Uh, nitrous oxide has been linked to a number of deaths. It can also cause breathing difficulties, dangerously increased heart rate, and burns as well. But it Yeesh. killed that's, them. That's weird that it happened to two people. Yeah. Um, at yeah. the same, essentially the same time. That's bizarre. Yeah. I, Case, I don't know if they had it, you know, I don't know if it, well, they just Maybe they're they having a balloons. contest, like, all right, hey, let's see if we can suck, you know, they were speed sucking. Down. Yeah. All right, and uh, that's it. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. We are going to move on to today's lesson question. We're going to give away MLB The Show 20. For the correct answer, and I think we got to go with this. Who is Vin Diesel's sister? 215-263-WMMR. I don't know if he has a sister in real life. <laughs> That's not who we're talking about, so don't go doing a search on it. Something you had to have heard on the air here on the show earlier this morning, and it was in uh, close to 7 o'clock we did that. But who is Vin Diesel's sister? 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, you should call right now. And while you're calling, we will do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Let's see what stories we get today. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, Orlando Bloom announcing that he is finally home after production on his Amazon series Carnival Row shut down in Prague. Bloom says that while on his trip back, he employed four surgical masks, one for his face and three for his penis. Savannah Guthrie executing her Today Show duties from her basement this week after coming down with a mild sore throat. Guthrie says she will be conducting all of her interviews while strapped onto her BDSM torture wheel. Wow. Oh, my God. And finally, American Idol. We're talking about American Idol saying that even though the show has halted production due to corona concerns, the search for the next superstar will continue. Said one producer, quote, none of what we do matters anyway, so why not lie? (laughs) (laughs) And that's your audience. Trash. All right, let's uh, see if somebody was listening that was paying attention that knows the answer to the question this morning, which is who is Vin Diesel's sister? And I will go to Drew, see if he heard it. Hey, Drew, how you doing? Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thank you, Drew. So who is uh, Vin Diesel's sister? Debbie Diesel. Debbie Diesel. You're correct, Drew. Hang on. You get MLB The Show 20. Uh, Experience quicker batting, pitching, and fielding. An expensive RPG experience. New showdown in league modes, and for the first time ever, full minor league roster. Should break that. Somebody's been practicing with the. Uh, <laughs> I'm good, right? With well, this coronavirus sh- shut in. Uh, MLB The Show 20. It's what your baseball dreams are made of. Welcome to the show, rated E for everyone, and you can get it now at theshow.com. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, more cancellations. Tennessee's Bonnaroo Festival, the latest of the live events to feel the impact of the coronavirus pandemic. 
Originally set to take place from June 11th to the 14th and feature acts like Tool, Lizzo, and Tame Impala. Uh, the event has been postponed and will now occur from September 24th to the 27th. Tickets will be honored at this later date. So it seems the sweet spot in a lot of the planning of these delayed shows is falling in the late August-September realm, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, as of now. Uh, the UK's famed Glastonbury Festival, meanwhile, has outright canceled it's 2020 edition oh, wow. due to the spread of the COVID-19. They're still um, moving ahead with Dingleberry? Uh, Dingleberry <laughs> is happening. Yeah. But Glastonbury's canceled. Paul McCartney, Kendrick Lamar, Taylor Swift, they were slated to lead the lineup at that prestigious event. It is now not happening at all. Uh, ticket holders can roll their tickets over to the 2021 event, though. Uh, also being moved is Northern California's Bottle Rock Festival, which will shift from May 22nd uh, to October 2nd. And all original headliners from the May edition of the festival included Red Hot Chili Peppers, Stevie Nicks, Dave Matthews Band, Miley Cyrus, uh, Khalid, Anderson, and more. Mm. Uh, Anderson, Pack, and the Free Nationals uh, is scheduled to return in October. So, yeah, it's looking like fall. Is, is seems to be the time to push this stuff back to. And that'll, if, if this continues, that'll give them time to make further yes. movements if they need to do that. So I wonder if you think uh, if Paul McCartney might be enticed to... Hop online and yeah, right? uh, you would think so. He's he's a pretty active guy. That that maybe he'll do something like that. Well, this is Paul McCartney, and I'm, I'm going to eat these Tide Pods. <laughs> Start taking <laughs> all the challenges. I don't know. No, many text him. I have his number. Yeah, please, please okay. do. Uh, Bush has released the official music video for its new song, "Flowers on a Grave." Uh, the single will be featured on Bush's upcoming eighth album, "The Kingdom," which is due out this summer. The clip features the band performance. Of the track, and it's all shot in one take. Uh, Gavin Rossdale said recently the band is, quote, really proud of the kingdom, which will follow up 2017's Black and White Rainbows. So what if the guy threw a shoe at me? I don't understand. You said Bush, and that's the first <laughs> thing I thought of. Okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. Because it's George Bush. It's George Bush, and yeah. the band's name is Bush. You guys are awfully sweet. <laughs> My Chemical Romance singer and award-winning comic book writer Gerard Way plans to reissue his comic book series, The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. The comic book was a companion piece to the band's 2010 concept album, Danger Days, The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys, and continued the LP storyline. The story is set in a post-apocalyptic California city in 2019 where a few outsiders called Killjoys fight against an evil corporation. Publisher Dark Horse Comics will put out a hardcover library edition of the series, which ran for six issues in 2013. The new edition, due out September 2nd, will include the entire series, along with a short story and sketchbook section. Holy Uh, no way! Yeah, Way said in a statement, (laughs) I am beyond excited that my co-creators and I get to release this gorgeous edition of the True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys, California. Dark Horse really gives her hardcover presentations a lot of thought. And put a ton of creativity into design. Of course, Way's most popular comic book series, The Umbrella Academy, yes. won an Eisner Award for the comic industry's highest honor. And, of course, it was oh. ad- adapted as a Netflix series last year. Can't wait for that second when season. When is that second season? I By dumb? I do not know, Steve. I'm still, I know it's, it's happening, but I don't know when it's going to take place. Lincoln Park vocalist Mike Shinoda has shared a demo version of his new solo track called Open Door. 
Uh, Shinoda took to Instagram Live to share the writing and recording process with fans on Tuesday, which he quickly mixed and texted to his fans via community. Uh, Shinoda also invited fans to record their own vocals along to the chorus of the tune and post them on Twitter. I wrote on Twitter, I have an idea. I want another voice on the chorus of Open Door. Uh, maybe it can be one of you. Get the song, sing it, post a link on Twitter with the hashtag Sing Open Door. And if I love something, I'll let you know. And then finally, uh, Black Sabbath guitarist Tony Iommi has partnered with Gibson to create the Tony Iommi Monkey 1964 SG Special Replica, a limited edition of his beloved 1964 Special SG. Was it, was that original called Monkey? Yeah, it had a, it had a monkey sticker on it. Right. Uh, so the original was used extensively with the original lineup of Sabbath and had, had and was heard on every album and tour of the 1970s, identified by its cartoon monkey sticker. This is a replication of my original guitar. As you well know, I had a monkey on it. Oh, uh, I hope his nineteen sixty four special SG became his main instrument. Yeah, he's got a monkey. Uh that was after his white Stratocaster broke after Sabbath recorded Wicked Wicked World on its self titled nineteen seventy debut album. Uh now Gibson has created fifty exact replicas of the SG, twenty five right handed, twenty five left handed, each signed and numbered by Iomi. Uh the original is now on display at the Hard Rock Cafe. In New York City's Times Square, it was pretty wild about those hard rock cafes. Is you go in and and, and listen. I know how kind of cheesy it's become yes, over yeah. the years, but we went to the one with, at this last trip in Hawaii, and the memorabilia they have it's legit, it's real, it's the actual stuff. What was most there impressive? Are, there are iconic instruments that have been played. Um, I don't remember in particular, I, but I just remember going, "Wow, okay, yeah, that's the real thing. That's the one." So if they have his original, yeah. SG that played on all those Sabbath albums at the Hard Rock Cafe. That's pretty cool to be able to see that in person. It's a good point. I wonder if most people, when they go, just go, oh, that's got to be a replica or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, they're, as they're getting their um, nachos. Yeah, but they it's, uh, they legitimately have uh, have those items, and, and some of them are iconic like this. So, All right, and there you go. That's what I have in music news. We will take one more break. We'll return shortly. The letter of the day. We've only got two left. It's uh, going to... Come your way when Pierre gets in here, so we'll get to that and find out what he's got going on in just a few minutes. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Five Finger Death Punch. Blue Stones. Now I'm shaking off the rush. Disturbed. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Get ready to uh, wrap the program. Weather-wise today, you know, we got uh, some rain this morning. It's coming down pretty heavy on my drive-in. It was, yeah, um, likewise. Uh, but we're going to be cloudy today. High of about 60 tomorrow. Uh, temperatures shoot way up. 77 degrees will be our high. And why not? Today's first day of spring, so we might as well dive right in some warm stuff. It's not going to stick around long. It's just a little flare-up tomorrow. So clouds in 77 tomorrow. Uh, Saturday, some morning clouds and then afternoon sun, high 52. So obviously we cool off quite a bit. And then only getting up to about 49 degrees on Sunday. So we're, we're kind of settling back into normal, but we get a little uh, little nice warm-up. All that... Cool. Stuff morale-wise, I think, works in your favor. The good weather. Today is the equinox, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so we got uh, that going for us. The days are going to get longer, and you're going to get out and take a break and get out in the air and breathe the fresh air. Crack windows if you can. Yes. 
Yes. We'll get there. He's due. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jack Osborne for being on the show. Jack Osborne is the co-host of a show called Portals to Hell. Portals to Hell. Uh, season 2, Fridays, 9 p.m. on Travel Channel. And thank you to Burke Christchurch yeah. uh, for being on the program this morning. His Netflix special called Hey Big Boy <laughs> is available now. Uh, so go watch it. Burt's awesome. We, we love him to death. And uh, our buddy Anthony Tornetta, Blood, uh, the Red Cross, he called in. Uh, they are canceling blood drives left and right. So they need your help. Donate if you can. Please uh, find a, a, a local drive that you can go to. They're taking precautions and uh, donate blood because that's going to be needed. That never goes away. Pierre Robert is here. And good day. How you doing, man? I'm well, thank you. Wonderful. Happy to hear that. Thank you. Uh, what have you been doing with your extra time at home and not going anywhere? Because Kathy just gave us this whole list of it. And I want to thank Kathy for her, yeah. the, her Corona lovely, activities lovely, today. Lovely. I hope I hit the wrong button. <laughs> there you go. Uh... <laughs> Been doing research on nuclear medicine. Man, yeah. that's good. Good yeah. for you. I wanted to uh, be able to help. The nuclears. The nuclear. <laughs> nuclear well, medicine. I, we actually say nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. Yeah. Nuclear. Yeah, like All President Bush. Uh, Bush said it. Carter even said it. Now, nuclear. For God's nuclear. sake, pe- nuclear. All right. New, Not, two words, nuclear. You can say those together yeah. and you got nuclear. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. God bless you. Yes, sir. Peace and love. <laughs> I guess we should get the letter of the day, then. That's what I'm thinking. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. <laughs> the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. R as in radical. All right, we have a four-pack <laughs> of reserved seats to see Incubus with uh, 311 and Badflower Sunday, August 23rd, BB&T Pavilion. Tickets on sale now. Get complete details at the MMR concert calendar at WMMR.com. Something looks different about you today. No glasses. That's part yeah. of it. Yeah, I left my. I have to go back to my car. I left my glasses. Okay, and that's what it is. Uh, I took a shower. Yeah, wow. you look nice and clean. No His question. Hair's kind of propped up in the uh, in the front. It yeah. is. My hair's propped up. Yeah, uh, but you look distracted. You look like you got something on your mind. Yeah. Do you have an hour we could talk? <laughs> oh no, yeah, right now. Uh, Can I lay down on the couch? <laughs> yes. We did a nice tribute to to you earlier, um, which was the 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 phenomenon. You are you're the most gentle and the nicest person possible but when uh technology doesn't go quite your way and we talked about <laughs> that occasion and i will and i hate it because i feel myself you know i'm like enjoying it and smiling but from my desk i'll hear god damn son of a bitch <laughs> 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 and we, and we all sort of enjoy it, uh, but it's it's not again. You're not berating any human. You're 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 confounded by uh, we assume technology. Well, technology or anything that just doesn't work quite right in in a world that normally doesn't work quite yeah. right, even without this Corona stuff. Um, I yeah, but I've been known with you know uh, I learned cursing from my parents, <laughs> and particularly from my mother, who would make sailors blush. And so I've always used F-bombs in regular conversation every second. So it's always been a challenge to not say it on the radio. But um, occasionally something will happen or I can't find it. Where is the mother effing blankety blank? And then uh, I and it used to scare the interns because they hear the peace and love guy who is who I am. Um, but, but there, you know, we all have different sides to us. There's different pieces to the pie and there's one slice of my pie that's got, uh, that's nuts. Um, you know, and, and vents via curse words 
And I used to like have a little mini curse word thing. And I'd look out, and Marissa would be howling. She'd laugh right <laughs> in my face. And I go, "You're not supposed. I'm. I'm having a serious moment here. You're not supposed to laugh." And she would laugh. And then, of course, I'd start laughing. No, yeah. the, the best though is, and and if it does involve dead air, is the tone switch that you do because it'll be dead. The mics are off, and you'll be going, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> Mike goes on ninety-three-three W. And wow. I mean, I mean, you'll even be that super duper calm, yeah, yeah. breathy Pierre at that point. And it's wonderful yes, to have you today. <laughs> but hearing that switch, that immediate I just cursed up lift. the storm. <laughs> <laughs> that might be cathartic. Next time it happens, just to be be as calm on air as you as you possibly can. But like, yeah, this is following a a curse storm, you know. And then <laughs> get, just let that That's out good. there. That's good. I. One time um, uh, was in the outer room, whatever we call it now, whatever the preparation. Jock Lounge. Jock Lounge, yeah. And uh, we used to have, um, um, were they like those separator things? Cubicles. Cubicles. Right, yeah. And and there were screens up. And so I had ventured out, and and, and so you couldn't, (laughs) the room wasn't an open room, and I had ventured to the far side of the room, to get something and the song ended and um i go oh dear and i wasn't cursing i just and i sauntered back and pressed the next song and then went back about looking for whatever it was i was looking for so there was a gap of a few uh, right. hours of dead air um it, was, it wasn't long but uh, this was in bill's earliest days right and bill came running down as if as if there was a fire and i i believe the fire department was following him with with hoses and and stands in front of the studio. Now, what he can't see is comedian Joe Conklin sitting at one of the desks right. hidden behind the screens of what were then cubicles. And he goes, what was that? And I go, oh, you know, a little gap there. <laughs> a little gap there. <laughs> and and then Joe starts laughing. And then, and I, you know, I mean, you know, get I'm... You're, you'll get used to it. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he comes from El Titano. You know, I mean, it just everything. Chris, Chris, he used to, Jackson told me he used to actually take notes while he was jogging. That segue, when he was, when he worked with Jackson in another town, that segue was, could have been two seconds tighter and would, would tell him that the next day. So, Poor thing. When he got here, God help him. Um, I remember him saying, Pierre will never rub his feet in the grass again because he was listening to me rubbing my feet in the grass at Pierre's Good Citizens Park on opening day of baseball. And then, you know, 10 years later, I'm rubbing my feet on the grass on Rittenhouse Square for one of our anniversaries. Anyway, so he comes out and he's standing there in a state of absolute dismay. And he'd only been here a short while. And he's starting to reprimand me. And Joe is is starting to crack up, but silently, and he can't see it because Joe is sitting behind the thing. And I see Joe <laughs> starting to laugh, and I'm starting to bubble up because, you know, it's really, it's not the end of the world, you know. We got coronavirus, so, you know. It's not the end of the world. And so he looks at me, and I'm not reacting, and he goes, no remorse. Uh-huh. <laughs> at which point Joe started all, silently vomiting himself and howling. And I just started laughing in his face. I go, there's tremendous remorse. <laughs> and that's uh, the legend. The legend yeah. of the, yep. the story. Yes. No remorse. No remorse. <laughs> we repeated that many times. Yeah, it's a good all right. One. Well, uh, what's coming up on the show? 
Thank you for asking. There'll be no remorse on the program today <laughs> as we do a block of Metallica. Uh, we're going to do a block of Southside Johnny and some Temple of the Dog uh, Seattle stuff. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, it'll Excellent. be fun. All right, well, let me uh, thank our sponsor, President Steve Show, is brought to you today by hers. Official snack food of the Preston and Steve Show forever good. Uh, tomorrow on the program, uh, Deanna Durante from NBC Tam. We're just going to check in and yeah. uh, as we wrap up the week, uh, get the latest on uh, coronavirus updates and uh, locally what uh, we need to be aware of. Uh, and also starts tomorrow, Daily Rush Madness. Yeah. Yeah. It's the return. We did it last year, bracket-style fight from our favorite Preston and Steve videos that Nick Murphy and company produce, and you will get to decide what goes on to the championship and wins it all this year. So Daily Rush Madness, you can check out the brackets now at PrestonandSteve.com and get yourself ready to play along. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Preston and Steve love you, hate you. Line. We're stuck in quarantine. Quarantine. Next message. Well, just gotta let you guys know that in the midst of all the chaos, every single day that seems to be this world right now, you're the only thing holding anybody together. From when I wake up, 6.50, 10.30am, round 11, when you guys go off, you're the only thing keeping me sane, I'm telling you. Next message. Sunny 33 w God damn it, I swear to God, if you play River Holmes again, I'm going to kill you. And we'll be right back. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. The world of comics has been growing for the past 30 years, and that's why Robbie Landis and Ben Morris are here to break it all down for you. Join the shop talk every Monday for the latest in DC, Marvel, and beyond. Find the other identity at CheckpointXP.com or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.